battle's going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. It for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins. Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> hey, welcome everyone. It's uh, Settle Chat Season 2, Episode 1. No more uh, pre-season chat anymore. It's all in-season now. Week 1 of uh, Club Rugby starting yeah. this Saturday. Finally. Finally, it's all go. All go. Um, first of all, before we get into it, I'd just like to thank our sponsors once again, Hell's Pizza. Hi. Um, Jesse... <laughs> Jesse and the team down there are supplying some uh, delicious treats for the team. Um, Scrumptious. Bit of variety this week, actually. Um, so we've gone for a couple of pizzas, a uh, bit of a Mordor and a Pandemonium. Um, some plain wedges. Uh, what else we got there? Some chicken tenders. Um, I tried the pasta tonight, which was uh, quite quite tasty. Highly Pretty small, though. I'd like to see small. more. Small. I, I had to also partake in a couple of pieces. Probably do five of those. Yeah. Um, and the usual chicken salad as well that's uh, found its way into the, into the order, which is, which is good. Yeah, slowly getting used to them. Yeah, good. Um, and we won't mention my hope here because it's a uh, rival. Um, <clears throat> the other sponsor I'd like to shout out, um, special mention to Pack and Save Petoni, um, one of our key sponsors. Um, make sure you guys go to Pack and Save Petoni. It's Pack yeah. and Save is the way to go. Um, Man, this so guy's get amongst that. Yeah, Packing's had a great Robbie too. He stocked up the fridge last week. Yep. Thanks, Robbie. Needed that. Yep. Needed that stock up before the, uh, nice. the the deaf nationals. Yeah, very good. Oh, I would have preferred uh, just a public apology more than uh, just a <laughs> shout out. Eh? Maybe we just move on. Um, anyway, introduce our panel. Um, we're back. We're back together as a team. Um, it's been a bit, you know, a bit short lately. Uh, myself having to step aside due to. Dog being unwell and not dead, uh, um, hey? and then hope, <laughs> then hope and heck uh, having a having a week off last week as well. So um, to my left, I have Hope Harkopper back on the panel. Hope, how's your week been? Hey, yeah, it's been um, uh, pretty good actually. It was a long weekend, so mm. uh, four days off work. Can't get better than that. You should have two weeks off. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. Had a good weekend. I um had a chill and actually I just hung out with my family. I went to my sisters in Fielding and uh, just caught up with my parents in Hastings and then came back again. So, yeah, yeah celebrated my nephew's 12th birthday over the weekend as well. So that was nice. And, yeah. Bit of firebread? Oh, yeah. Mum got some firebread going. Oh. So she also made a boil up, but I, had, oh. I, I didn't stay the night, so I had already left. Oh. Oh. Yeah, rookie. Um, and she made cheesecake as well, so Mum really put it oh. on while I've been home. Just on the firebread? Well, what are you, what are you going in on that fry bread? Is it, is it just butter or butter and golden syrup? Golden syrup. Yeah. <sighs> yeah but is it syrup. on top or inside? Inside it has to be inside. Yeah, inside. Hmm. <laughs> I actually, um, <laughs> because I'm there while it's getting made, I usually actually um, like roll up the pieces <laughs> into little <laughs> balls. Roll them up into balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, we. Firebird, uh, eh? <laughs> True story. Um, but yeah, have to make it some time for us, I think. Oh, I have to. Definitely. Like I reckon here. Yeah. So it's super fresh? Yeah, super fresh. 
John, Johnny Manuel's brother used to do them for the hungies, and they were so no, good. Good fry bread, eh? Yeah. Got to have a little bit of crispiness to them, eh? Yep. Yeah. Well, they've got to. It's fried. Yeah. 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 Some of them, though, are quite doughy, a bit soft. You don't have that bit crunch thick. factor. Yeah. How about a ball up? What 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 ingredients do you does your family generally put into a ball up? Because they can vary. Some have dough boys, some have no dough boys, some use different uh, meat. Uh usually pork bones. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um and yeah, definitely dough boys. Yeah. Um Watercress? Yeah, just whatever yeah. really going really, whatever. You can check anything in it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think I've had a cabbage before mm. and sausages. And silver beet. Yeah, I've seen um, the sausage ball up, yeah. yeah. Sausages, yes. Mm. In there, oh, all of my uh, lamb chops in there. Yeah. Oh. And sausages. Mm. I'm really looking forward to hope making us ball up. And Can any bread. of you guys make a ball up? I've never tried before. I'm really keen, eh? Yeah. I never used to be keen on that kind of stuff. Remember that one that um we come here and Johnny and Wiki made it? After yeah. One yeah. of the games. That was that was good. This was random, mate. No one real, knew it was going. Real random, yeah. It was after one of the Premier Reserve games, and we just come back and it was just ball up. Yeah. For days as well. Yeah, rest and love. Um. Uh, Mouldy back the fry the 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 boil ups out there mm. after the games, man. They were good. Anyway, we've gone to one panelist and we've been uh, stuck on food for <laughs> the last twenty minutes, so uh, <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, the man, Ezra Upelli. How you been, Is? Yeah, I've been good. Thanks, huge. Yeah, thanks for the welcome. Um, pretty and I've been carrying this outfit for the last couple of weeks, so it's good to yeah. have a full. Mm. Hey, the way mm. the way it on the shoulders, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. burden. So it's good to see um, yeah, everyone in and around the table. Nice. So, good to be here. Been a busy old week. Um, but I'm just excited for the weekend now, so bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. For sure. Um, Fridge, you're telling me that you pretty much had to carry ears anyway, so um, talk to me about that. And welcome. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> you usually carry the pod. Um, no, g'day, mate. Uh, good to be back here. <laughs> g'day, mate. Good to be back. Good to see everyone back. Thanks to Hell's Pizza. Mm. 800 Don't forget, if you're hungry, just go to hell.co.nz. Nice. <laughs> see you there. Um, yeah, excited to be back. Excited to be in game week. Uh, the weekend, mate, clean for four, four days, on and off for four days. Um, I feel like, do, do you guys... Do people regularly dust, the, you know, with the dust stuff? Do people do that anymore, or is it just a real old school thing? With a cloth, yeah, not not the cloth. Have you actually got a like yeah. feather duster? Nah, oh. just the amount of dust that was in my house mm. uh, made me crooked. Must have been inhaling like mm. a lot of dust. Sure, wasn't the cigarettes you were smoking as well? Yeah, it would yeah. be mixed in there. Maybe some old rugby shoes instead of a six month. Yeah, <laughs> could be that as well. Bit of mold, mildew. Nah, yeah, just been doing all of that. Been watching uh, Falcon and uh, The Winter Soldier. Mm. Three episodes in so far. Good. Real good. Really recommend it if you're into those Marvel movies. Mm. Great storyline. What's the new bad guy's name? Baron. Baron Purplehead guy. Nah, they don't know yet. Mm. Yeah. Should I drop a spoiler? No, I don't. Oh. Yeah, looking forward to this week. Nothing like a, a game week, eh? Yeah. Just can't wait. Can't wait. And uh, everyone get down here Saturday night, away game. 
But it's, it's the first time in years that all teams are sailing at the same time. True that. We're no? all playing at the same time. No. no. Same week. Same day. Oh, same. Mate. Tough day, eh? Yeah. Let's just record. Hang on, I'll just check if this is, <laughs> I'll just if this is recording or not. Yeah, no, we're recording. Uh, cool. Oh, cheers, Fred. Fridgy, um, the man himself, Hayden O'Toole, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, g'day, mate. Can you just test your mic real quick? <laughs> yeah, mic. Mic's looking good. Um, <coughs> First of all, are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Just yeah. share it. Yeah. Let it out. Oh, yeah. no, it's just been a tough. Been a tough old Easter weekend. Mm. The old man's been slave driving me, been a lot of painting. Uh, but uh, and I had a good chat with Andy Leslie just before. Should have recorded it actually. It's a good chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, had the um, the Def Rugby Championships on the weekend, which was a massive success. Mm. Awesome group, wicked teams. Nice. Southern took it out. They were pretty sharp actually. Um, yeah, they had a, they had a real big shindig on the Sunday. Um, huge, mm. yeah. huge. La was a real crowd favourite. Mm. Seen a few of the videos. Um, and Faye, Faye was down here too, learning some sign, and she was pretty steamed up. <laughs> Good on her. Um, and the Sionez popped in as well. No, it was awesome. Thanks to everyone who helped out on the bar. Big Marcus, um, Fraser McMillan, uh, Dill. Dill did like three days, I think. It's pretty crazy. Lard in two days. Uh, so thank, thanks to all those people who chipped in. Um, yeah, that was mm. good. Though you're such such good people. Um, it was cool learning some sign. I know mm. I know all my drinks now by sign, which is good. Um, Give us that Heineken one again. Doesn't really work well. Like, doesn't work well on a podcast <laughs> sign language, but um, no. no. Well, it does good. if it's uh, done by video. Wicked. Wicked event. Um, yeah. Cool. Very good. Yeah, we'll get to that a bit later with some of the, the results. But um, yeah, from what I've seen, it was a pretty successful weekend for the Deaf Rugby Championships. Um, yeah, obviously, we had a bit of. Well, we had Easter over the weekend. Um, just thought I'd ask you guys um, are you guys. Do you still receive Easter eggs from family members? Just thrown out there? Or when, when was the time that you uh, sort of stopped, maybe your parents stopped? Actually, giving you Easter eggs, can you remember when that was? Personally, Mum still gave me an Easter egg on the weekend, which I was quite chuffed about actually. So, thanks, Mum. Love you. Uh, Fridge, I know you were just yeah, talking about probably, probably when my parents passed away. Uh, thanks, Huge. That's why I see family. <laughs> nah, <Fridge>. kidding, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I mentioned, awkward, man. <laughs> yeah. nah, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I my sister, um, Without me knowing, I uh, bought a couple of Easter eggs and left them on the table for me. Made me feel real bad because I, I didn't really uh, get her anything. Which is kind of Vince's younger brother. It, it, just... it was her birthday last week too. Did you get her anything? Look. Uh, no. You're kidding. That's respectful. Mate, if it's not a main birthday, then... Yeah, what do you mean main birthday? birthday? Does she have a couple of birthdays? Well, get off it. <laughs> So yeah, I received a couple of uh, Easter eggs on the weekend. Yeah. Anyone else? Just a gift. <laughs> um, I don't really get, not from my parents, but my nanas are still buying me eggs. They yeah. still treat me like I'm young, which is cool. You'll take it away. Good oh. eggs, though? Good eggs? Yeah, good ones. Yeah, yeah, ones. Big, one. I had a big bunny. I had a big bunny from one nana. 
um, and then I had some Ferrero Rochers from a, another nana and a little Kinder bunny. God, I love Kinder. Kinder, Kinder chocolate. Kinder, great, yeah. yeah. It's up there. Here's Hope. Anything from you guys? Um, yeah, I never celebrated Easter, so I never got eggs. So no. I just had to buy my own. <laughs> Sweet. On special now, too. Yeah. <laughs> get down a pack and so get a few eggs, half price. Yeah. I'll pack it so. Creamix? Creamix for me were, yeah, that was for me when I was little growing up. That was, I actually um, remember that, I don't know if you remember the ad. Yeah. Back oh. in the day, mm. the two kids behind their desks. Mm. Back in the day, they lift the desk and, yeah, yeah. sneakily. Holding out. Get a, yeah, cream egg. Putting that away before they got caught by the teacher. So cream eggs were big for me growing up. Um, I can't remember when I was a long time ago. Mm. Then like, like Hope, you used to buy, buy your own. Mm. Actually, um, they've got something to share. Um, so the our social club at work um, do a bit of an egg hunt. Um, and so, because I was the first one in the office, and I'd go in and unalarm and, you know, and get everything sorted when I, in my previous role at the front office. Um, there used to be a whole lot of eggs in our front office area. Like, everyone get eggs on the desk, but front office and our general areas. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I always made sure that I was in early. And then I'd, um, I'd, I'd just try and find all these eggs before the rest of the workplace <laughs> got in there. So I'd have like 80 eggs, a whole range of them, um, just at my desk. And then, um, and then I'd be able to give them away. Give them away? This is sounding real greedy there for a second. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, eggs have always been... Yeah, we used to have church youth... Um, after, you know, a Easter service mm. on a good Friday and then we'd, um, we'd just go and set up a bit of an egg hunt for the kids at church and stuff. And it was fun. When they started, you know, the cream egg, when it, then they brought out like a caramel one? Mm. One with caramel in it? It was game over then. Game over for me. Even when they changed the uh, formula for the cream egg, I just put off. It just wasn't as nice. You tasted different, eh? Yeah. Ross? No. <laughs> Well, I a, love hot cross buns. I could eat hot cross, hot cross oh. buns all year round. What about how early they bring them out? Are you against it? Nah, because I love them. Yeah, they're good. Um, Yana's Bakery. We bought up, bought some uh, hot cross buns here on uh, the weekend. And mm-hmm. Corner of Mitchell and High? Yes. That's a yeah. Armin and Egg. That's one of the more expensive. Oh, very expensive. Pieces. But um, the hot cross buns are mm-hmm. probably the best I've ever had. Yeah, yeah Central bakery. bakery down in Waterloo was selling them for 10 bucks a bag uh, on the weekend. Yeah. This is um, slightly off topic because Hope brings up a good point where they changed the formula of the cream mm. eggs. Mr. Whippy mm. is like, like it's just, it's really, nowadays, it's not that old soft serve. No. Really, yeah, it's really creamy now. Not what it used to be like. Times have changed. Sure. Yeah. Just while we're on the topic of changing uh, formulas, what about the uh, sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's now? Not as good. Yeah. The old chicken nuggets. No, I agree. I, when was that changed? Um, I had some the other week, and I thought that. I just thought I got a, wrong, a bad batch. Is that a thing? or? No, it is a thing. They changed it, yeah. So a few uh, yeah, comments I'm, on Facebook. No one told me about this. Yeah, well, it's not a good change. It's, no, no, it's not, not right. for the better, that's yeah. for sure. They used to do a curry sauce, um, curry-flavoured sauce, back in the early 2000s. Um, I used to work there for a couple of years. And every now and then would some stuff. Mm-hmm. Go home and well, take a box of chicken patties. 
In your pocket. Go and make out your own McJiggins. <laughs> um, Mr. Whippy, real quick. Uh, just just the source of so much either happiness or, or depression uh, as a kid, eh? Because you'd always hear it coming and you'd be like, yo, mum, dad. And they'll be like, no. And then you have to see all the other kids mm. run there from the block and it's like, fudge, next time. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh. Just me. Yeah. A lot of talk about food this pod so far. Heavy with food. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I don't mind it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Um, moving on. Um, a few questions that we um, were raised, and I, I thought I asked you now. So, um, no games over the weekend. Um, do you, are you guys fans of that? Having no games one week out from competition start, or do you quite like to sort of have a game and get more prepared for it? Um, Bridge, since you asked a question, I'll, I'll go to you. You've obviously got an opinion about it. Yeah, well, this is just my personal preference. Um, I like that week off before before starting. Um, if you can plan it right and get your preseason done up until the week before, and then have that week off before you go, and I think it just makes makes people more fresher, makes the players fresher. All the week's done, you're not going to lose anything by not playing. Mm. So it gives the chance for, boys, for the boys to freshen up and no chance of injuries. Yeah. Nice. Anyone else got an opinion on that? I probably, probably would have entertained on maybe a Thursday night hit out. I reckon that would have been good. And then, and then it gives the boys um, sort of that nine days. And then it's a, oh, I mean, but it, but then again, we actually we actually could have done with that week off after, yeah, especially um, after that hit out against OBU. Um, so yeah, so I, I don't think we lost anything with, um, with that weekend off. But um, if we if we were to play, you know, I probably would have um, maybe scheduled something for Thursday, and then it gives the boys something. Yeah, but you hope. How do you think um, the ponies team would have liked? Uh, would have, do you think they would have liked an extra run out? Uh, yeah, I think probably because we've only had one actual preseason game so far. Mm. Well, only one preseason game, um, and it wasn't really a full eighty minutes as well as but tens and twelves and kind of thing. So um, it would have been good to have probably have a game. That's just probably also from Harry Hard out, but um, probably just from like. If you have family perspective, it's probably nice to have the weekend off before it gets pretty mm. hardcore because it's a full-on three, three, four months of rugby. So mm. it's quite nice having the break and just catching yeah. up with family before you can't see them for a long time. Yeah, I agree with that one. That's um, a good pointer. Yeah, I quite like the weekend off. It's As you said, it's the last free weekend before we... Was it in or start of August? Um, we'll, when we'll have our next free weekend. So quite like that time. Um, I'll... Probably similar to his though, like if we were good to have a game, maybe a Thursday hit out might have been good. Um, maybe a bit of a yeah, bash around so they could have the weekend off. But yeah, I don't mind the whole whole weekend off. Eh? It, was, it was good just to re- refresh and refocus again. Yeah, if it wasn't Easter, then at minimum I'd do like just a shorter sharp training mm. for clarity. Yeah. Um, and then just utilise the trainers to, to go opposed mm. like with one of the teams, yeah. either three ways. <laughs> I think the week off is good. I think we, mm. as a club, we probably needed it. We've got a few, lots of guys with little niggles and a, and a few guys still to see specialists. So I think, I think we probably needed it. And yeah. Yeah, like, like Hope said, it's about to get, it's about to get pretty heavy around here. So the week off's good. Everyone come with the season fresh. You've been working since Jan- second week in Jan, eh? Oh, it's been the longest preseason probably mm. in history. Yeah. 
Second week of Jan. Mm. It's like three months ago. But you've got to remember, there were there were guys training a few weeks. We had a two-week break after the sevens, the sevens <laughs> system. And then guys were doing, guys and girls were doing the Tuesday, Thursday, just kind of in-house trainings with mm. each other. Um, all right, we're going to push on a bit. Of there's another question here. Did you have something to say, Fridge? No. Yeah, you paused. It was real tricky. It was... Awkward pause yeah. from you, Fridge. Hey, that was yeah. me. You were you about to say something? I wasn't even talking last. Profound. Are you, it was... are you recording this properly? <laughs> yeah, let me just check. Anyway, we're going to throw it in, Fridge. Yeah, and we're going to move on to song of the week with Fridge. Are we there? We're there. We're there. There was another question, but I'm, I'm pushing on. I'll, I'll save it for later. Cool. I think I've got two. Yeah, go for it. Um, the first one. I, th- I thought I'd come off either two or three just because if I drop a country song, Hack won't be happy, you know? Try to get something out there for, for everyone. Uh, the first one I'm going to probably rule uh, unknown artist out of Hawaii. Uh, his name's Josh uh, Tatofi. Um, old song. But if you like your love songs and you're going to um, those kind of jams, um, you probably want to be looking at a song called You're the Best Thing. You know what it is. Can you give us a little? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look it up if you're into your love songs or some things like that. You're the best thing by Josh Tatofi, is it? Oh, good info. It's a remake. Mm. The other one that I just come across, you guys probably already know it, but um, it's called Love Like This by Ben, ben Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Richter. <laughs> Love like this. This is not a GF either. That's his mm. name. Look it up. <laughs> and then the last one I'll give is that country song. Country Goodness. Just Got Started Loving You by James Otto. Apparently he's related to Futsal. Futsal. <laughs> now nah, look it up. Look it up. Don't just listen. Look it up. Do it. Do it. Do it. Thanks for that, Fridgey. Um, Hope Steiner. What do you got for us, Hope, this week? We missed it last week. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I was actually um, out there having dinner. So um, I actually thought I might plug out Pomelo tonight. So it's a, um, it's a little Asian fusion place in town along Oriental Parade. Super delicious. Um, mm. So my go-to there is uh, the lamb cutlets. Um, oh. Glaze with some honey. Uh, it's a good little mix you got going on there. And uh, some fresh veggies. A bit of courgette, a bit of beans. Mm. Sort of seasonal, really. Um, and also, the, yeah. <laughs> seasonal veg, yeah. Great call. Cool. Nice and fresh. Um, and the, uh, short, the short rib. Mm. Oh, it's good. It's good. If you've ever tried um, dragonfly. <laughs> right. If you've ever tried dragonfly, it's... um bit nicer i don't know if i'm gonna say that but um yeah delicious i think they're well known for, well known for the curries um i'm not really like a curry person when i go out for dinner so racist yeah, just the red the red meat really um and uh, for dessert um uh, they do this cream cheese brownie with whitaker's mousse on top so mm. oh get in there it's down delicious. for mousse yeah yeah, so that's Pomelo. I've uh, seen Dylan there once, so probably vouch for that as well. It's uh, super delicious. Nice. Support your local. Oh, and Marcus Royal as well. I've seen him on there on a date. Let's put that in there. Hey! 
Marcus Rowe, you dog. Hey, old Marcus, eh? Cheers for that hope. Um, Hex Fact. Hex Fact. Facts. Where's Hope's jingle? Uh, I didn't hear the name of I the. Think, I mean, the less <laughs> the less jingles from Fridge the better. Facts. Really? Facts. What's well, um, the Hope's diner? Yeah. I'll do it next week. Just a couple of quick quick sporting facts for you guys um, today. Um, average life of a major league baseball. What do you reckon? Life. Average life. Career span. lifespan. Yeah. Or life. The ball. The ball. The ball. Oh. <laughs> we were talking about players, <laughs> bro. Yeah. The ball. The ball. Must be a while. Five pitches. It's not sustainable, is it? I hope they're giving all those pills to little, you know, clubs and schools. Yeah, there will be. Five pitches. Five pitches. No good. Um, golf. The only sport to be played on the moon. What do you think of that, Fridge? That's if they got to the moon. Could be, yes, could be in an LA studio. Did they have a special ball? I'm not sure. My Google research wasn't that in depth. <laughs> Last fact. This one's a good one for sports and World War II. Hey. This is a bit of you. Um, because they both lost so many players to World War II uh, military service, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Philadelphia Eagles combined to make the Steagles in the 1943 <laughs> season. Up the Steagles. <laughs> It's a bit sad, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. hopefully not most of them came back. Well, they did it because they had to combine their teams. Well, no, because they had to combine because they're gone. Oh, gone to war. Yeah, they're gone oh, okay. to war. They had, they had well, odds are they didn't come back. Well, yeah. I think the strike rate wasn't too bad in World War Two. Block more information moving forward with your facts, eh? Yes. <laughs> Bit loose. I think, well, COVID's killed more, hasn't it? Americans in World War Two now, so. Yep. You know all. That's pretty grim. Uh, what? Uh, 500,000 Americans. Mm. Just over here. But that was just Americans in World War. We still had the rest of... Um, like England, Kiwis, everyone else that was in the partnership. Yeah, uh, move, move, let's move along. <laughs> eh? yeah. Great facts, though. Hey? Yeah, Just so. on that baseball one, um, the Louisville Slugger, the, the bat, um, they're in trouble at the moment because uh, of the wood they use. Specialised wood. They're running out of wood to make those bats. Oh, really? A little extra one for you. Hex, facts. <laughs> All right, moving along to um, the weekend facts results. Got hijacked. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, a few weekend results. Super Rugby, Crusaders 12, Highlanders 33. How good. Unlucky us. What a game. Unless you're a Crusaders supporter, everyone's pretty happy with that, maybe. Yep. Um, Hell of a game. Can you speak it to your mic, please? Though? Hell of a game. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that game. For me, it was... The Yang to the Hurricanes, Blues Yang. It was I really enjoyed the, mm. the Crusaders Islanders and did not enjoy the Hurricanes Blues game. Oh, it's just like watching a car crash. Um, one thing about the Crusaders game, that 
Garden Bishop gets taken out in the air by Will Jordan, and the Crusaders get the penalty. Explain to me that one. Yeah, they got that one wrong. Yeah. Foul, foul play must supersede yeah. a, a general penalty. Like, Jordan had a chance to pull out of that, eh? And that's why, and I, it hasn't happened at all in this tournament, but you've got to use your captain's referral. Yeah. I'd say to the ref, look, this is that's foul play. You've got to go back and look at my players' safeties. It, it should is important to me and should be your priority as well. Yeah, I guess there, though, is that because they were stopping to have such a long look at it already, I don't know if a captain's referral would really overturn it, would it? Yeah. It's sure. worth a look because you're yeah. not wrong. Awesome. Thoughts on the, the dropout for for being held up? No, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. No. Nah. I I just think it's too rugby league. We need to keep the things to rugby union and try and stay away from rugby league as much as possible. I reckon there's things being brought in that are gonna yeah. They're already complaining about scrums and how much time they take out. You need those things that are unique to rugby and not rugby league. Like I like being held up me bit biased because I love a scrum, but having a five metre scrum out from five yeah, from the goal line I reckon is great. Yeah, attacking team loses that that yeah. advantage, eh? Yeah. Lose the ball to a bloody drop yeah. goal. Especially when about. these blokes can usually drop kick fifty five on yeah, the fly pretty exactly. easy. But then in super rugby, if you get a, a line out five metres out, they're almost gonna score every time. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, that was a good game. Enjoyed that one. Uh, the next game, Blues 27, Hurricane 17. Blues versus Poos. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us how you really feel, Fridge. Yeah, I think we were messaging that the other night. Then we got oh, okay, I've been not another sh- crap call, I reckon. Um, that Artie Savia penalty, that one where you got yellow card and penalty oh. try. He came right through the middle. Yeah. Like, that was not, wasn't, definitely wasn't a penalty try. And yeah, definitely not a yellow card. It, no. was, it actually was legit, I reckon. It should have been held up. It should have been a goal line dropout. Yeah, definitely not a penalty try. And and even the Karifi one, like, yeah. I didn't see any clear oh, contact. Yeah, I don't know about that one. It but was I mean, off but, the ball. But you, yeah. Yeah, what well, was it? Well, a little bit off the ball. But like, Think in a game, huge. How many times you just take like an innocuous little hit to the face? Mm. Like if all of these are going to get picked up, there's going to be a lot of guys, and it was going to be like ice hockey power well, plays. Have you seen what the new rules are? They're going to trial score rugby this year. No. So no tackles allowed to be above the sternum. That means even if you're coming in just assisting, it's got to be um, below the sternum. Yeah. Um, if someone's taking a kick, they're not allowed to jump to catch the kick. So the team's kicking to them. If he jumps up to leap for the, the ball, he gets penalised. Holy Moses. Yes. Um, what else? There was another brawl. I can't quite... Oh, when you're, when you're sealing over a ruck, so someone's on the ground, or, sorry, there's a tackle made and you go to steal the ball. You know how normally you're square-footed and you go over to pick up the ball. You have to be split-stanched oh, to pick gosh. up the ball. So it's... Apparently, it's to stop from falling over forwards to yeah, and get injured. So, square feet, you go for the ball, you get knocked from behind, fall forward, get injured, 
whereas a split stance is supposed to mean to make it safer. But how many injuries are popping up around that though? Well, they must have some sort of reasoning around it, but so they're saying that it's a trial that's going to be at schoolboy level this year, um, but with potentially going into seeing rugby. Out of, out of all those changes that you mentioned, I don't mind the sternum one for the tackle. Mm. It's the only one. The rest of those are... Mm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's interesting to see how that one goes, the sternum one. I think that's not a bad idea, especially at age grade. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to because you just think about when someone does a chop tackle, you go on to make the tackle and you you go up on the, like a shoulder. It might even be like a tip of the shoulder or something like that, but mm. that's going to be pulled up now. So there will be penalties, but I think it's is going in the right direction because there's something that needs to be done to stop all these head knocks and concussions and stuff like that, yeah. and it's around about that you know player safety. Um, and the whole premise around this is is that they want to make schoolboy rugby like safer, so it encourages more people to stay involved in it. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm I'm sure they got these stats as well. Mm. Good to have a look at when these concussions are happening. Like most of these concussions are happening around tackle time, isn't it? Yeah. Like not in like rucks. Yeah, and oh like no, that. I think rucks as well. Like people going in head first and you don't see heads, many, heads or people shoulders on heads and things like that. It's gonna really take out the dominant tackle there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a real shame. Yeah. Um it's just a tough one because I reckon if you took a super rugby Aotearoa, if you broke down every tackle, I reckon 8 out of 10, there will be some sort of contact with someone's head, whether it be a shoulder or a forearm. Or... Yeah. Innocuous, not no malice or anything. It just it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. So the sternum rule wasn't you know, a bad thing to introduce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. some of my best tackles have been around the sternum. <laughs> none lower, none higher. Yeah, so, yeah, going to be interesting Interesting times to see how those trials go anyway and whether it gets put into senior rugby. But, yeah, they are super rugby results. Um, just putting it out there, any sort of players that you thought yeah, went well on the weekend or who impressed you? Um, personally, I watched Ethan Blackadder quite closely on the weekend. and He's good. He's playing bloody good rugby at the moment. Like, the way he carries. Oh, man, yeah. And it's just, yeah. His mum must have been a good runner because... Blackhead never ran like that, man. He runs awesome. Yeah. Uh, he would have been my the one I was most impressed with over the weekend. Yeah. He Anyone won. else amongst those two games impress you? Just run it out there. Anyone? I mean, no. fuck it, Fridges boy, fuck it's over again was awesome. Yeah, and the luxury over. to have him and then bring on Nugget mm. to ice the game is just awesome. They're rotating those two, eh? Uh, I think fuck it's over all black for sure this year. I mean, that, that's good for Aaron Smith as well, you know. It saves his, his legs and minutes. Yeah. Mm. Keeps him fresh. How good that would be able to bring on a guy like that? Yeah. Unreal. Good for Fakatavo as well to to, to learn off him. Yeah. You just want to say his name, though. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and um, like Ez said, I think we might have got the wrong Garden Basher. Mm. He's getting better and better every week, man. That's what I held off saying earlier. I've seen him uh, in the paper today. I was talking about a... All black. Oh, Bolter. Mm. No way. Yeah, I thought it was a bit, bit early for that, but yeah, they, yeah. they threw it out there. Um, the Highlanders winger, what's his name? Got his name. Jonah. Been quiet the last few weeks, but it was awesome again on Saturday. Um, that was the best game I've ever seen Mitch Hunt play as well. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's an ex-crusade as well, so yeah. he had something to prove, came up against Richie. 
which he was pretty quiet, which was pretty good. Dalton Bali for me was um, was massive for the Blues, yeah, as well. Um, you know, obviously with Kane out now, there's a, a race for that seven junior. Mm -hmm. I think Dalton put his hand up. He's probably well. I mean, he can play, he can play anywhere, but he'll probably look at him more as a six. But he will look at a place in that seven junior. How long is uh, Kane out for? Months or oh, yeah, oh, well, eight months. Shit, he loves a long term injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's up with Goosen? Just sitting on the bench. Yeah, on the bench. Bro, guys like him, uh, Vince, they all started a couple of years ago, bro. Now they can't even get a look at. Silly seems playing well though. Still into contact day, he loses quite a bit yeah, of. Sorry, it's a mistake. But he does have yeah, that freakish yeah. talent that can spark something from nothing. What about the bus? What do you take on the bus? Oh, I reckon his energy's been good. Yeah, he's, yeah. Out there. he's trying. Yeah, it's, yeah, and he's look, looked fit as well. He's but, just not getting those breaks like he would do back in the day. Um, yeah, it's not his fault. No, it's not his fault at all. Um, but normally back in the day, you bus through in. Whether that's because people clued up on him more or what, I'm not too sure. But he's not getting those. Remember, he could just run through about five guys and score in the corner. Not that, but, you know, he's adding something else, which is the energy around field and leadership, mm. and um, he's picking it, like, he's in the right place at the right time. And they dropped him last week, eh, was it? Did he have a week off that week that Blackwell did? Or the week before? No, was he I don't playing think so. all he's the way through? every game, isn't he? Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, it's been good seeing him come back. He's, um, yeah, he looks real fit, like, it's fittest I've seen in a long time. Seems a bit more mature, eh? Mm. Mitch Hunt had a blinder. Yeah. Maybe the Hurricane should have offered him some cash. Mm. He was second string a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the, the Japanese number eight, awesome. <coughs> Hamano, Hamano. He's solid, eh? He's big. Yeah, he's good. Do you reckon out of all the super teams at the moment, um, the Canes are the kind of most that seem to have no real direction or future? Not fast. Oh, don't mean like that, but like... All these other teams are hissing at the moment. Yeah. Maybe Bar Chiefs, and they've kind of got their next few years locked in around these young players, and we seem to not. I think lack of direction's fair, and I think culture. Like, you look at the Highlanders team, they all seem like they love each other's company. You know, they're kind of having a bit of a laugh on the bench, and when they when they won that game, they were up off the bench and running on. Like, they, mm -hmm. they cared. A few chows. I feel like maybe the Canes are a bit cool, but blase. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like we have the culture we have few years ago when we were kind of that top echelon. It's weird, eh? Hmm. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, uh, oh, Dane Coles. Oh, yeah. I think without him, I'm not a huge Dane Coles fan, but I think he was awesome on the weekend. I think <laughs> without him, we'd be struggling a bit. I'm, <coughs> I'm even, I'd be inclined to maybe throw the captaincy back to Dane Coles and just let Artie focus on being... You know, the best player in the comp. I read something today that Coles has come, came out saying, like, the coaches and players have to be honest with themselves with where they're at at the moment and things like that. I thought it was interesting that he put coaches in there as well in that statement. And again, I think there was a couple of times the Canes should have challenged and we didn't. It's there, you've got to use it. You've got to shoot your shot. Is Captain Hurricane still running around? Yep, he's there. Is he? He's there. You guys, um, you all might have been in like teams that have had a 
like been in a rut before. Um, who do you think? Who do you think the responsibility lies on? Do you think it's uh, up to the coaches to change what they're doing, or instill a bit of culture, or do you think it has to come from within, like from the players themselves and leaders, and to make that change? Or who who do you think's most influential in making a change to put them back on the right track again? <coughs> um, Fridge. I think the coach has to see it, like he has to recognise it and then work in conjunction with a leadership group if they've got one uh, to make their change. I think part of the problem is sometimes when things don't work, you try to stick it out or you know, try to get better at that because uh, you're afraid of just saying, look, it's not working, mm. so let's move in another direction. I think there can be a downfall sometimes, but yeah. Um, coach has to drive it, eh? And if, if but the buy-in has to be there with the players as well. And the leaders in that team should be driving that through them, yeah. How about you, Hope? Any opinion on that? Yeah, I think it, it's probably both coach and, like, a leadership sort of or just a few people that take charge in the team. Yeah. Um, but you just have to be on the same page, really, because if you've um, kind of, you know, one half is, yeah, we've, we've got it, we can do it, and the other team is just like, oh, just over it, whatever, that kind of attitude um, can really bring you down. So, um, yeah, just it's just really having belief in, in the coaches, having a belief in the team and, and vice versa because that's really what's going to change and just, I guess, just changing your habits and that kind of yeah. thing, just slowly as a team um, get back in there. Nice. Well put. Is heck, do you guys have opinions on it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think both Hope and Pritchard have nailed, hit the nail on the head. I mean, it definitely is a, a combined um, kind of, well, it, it, yeah, it, it's both, it's, it's a bit of both. Um, I don't know, for me, sometimes it's, sometimes coaches can inherit um, mm. like a, a team that, um, you know, players, a playing group that obviously, um, you know, was kind of, I guess constructed or you know by a previous coach so that's probably maybe a bit of a challenge with Jason Holland but yeah Plumber sort of obviously left well kind of pretty it was pretty quick for how it happened eh? um the thing with the Canes though is that um we've just got so many homegrown players that are just all over the show yeah. um that that we didn't really kind of have a succession plan around Bodie and CJ which is I mean obviously you know, we've we've never really been a dominant four pack. Eh? We've always relied on yeah. these million dollar backline, which has kind of got us out of trouble and stuff. And then there was a, a, a time there with like the Bash brothers, like Masoli Collins, <laughs> Rodney, like they were probably the best loose ball trio for a while there and stuff like that. But like Ehi West, man, pay some money to get that guy back yeah. to run the <clears throat> run the ship. Um, you know, we talk about Ruben Love. There's so many Canes players like, you know, Berepetas from up the line, you know, Wanganui, or Tere Black as well, one or two, although he's from obviously... DK? Yeah, there's there's just Canes, um, yeah, Lincoln McHutchie, like, mm. for low, like, they, 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 yeah, unfortunately, we've, yeah, we've, we've kind of, we've missed the boat and now we're struggling because all these other teams have, like, the Landers have obviously two nines who can potentially play test rugby. So all these other teams in their key positions have a two deep. Mm. And we have nothing. You know, it is absolutely right. It's the front office. Blame the front office, mate. Mm. Recruitment, 
money. Yeah, whoever's job is it to identify talent and keep them in Wellington needs a fucking rocket. Is that you, Huge? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was. Because, yeah, like you said, we just... Yeah. <laughs> we are just losing talent, you know. Yeah. And even at the club level, you know, we've lost tons. I mean, I see in the, the club gains and losses, Norths have had a... They've been gutted. Mm. Guys going to other provincial unions. Yeah, I know we're coming up to that. Yeah. Did you see their list today? Yeah. It's worse than ours. <laughs> yeah. I think going back to what what Fridge, I think Fridge is right. It, the, the coach needs to recognise it, but it's got to come from, from the senior players and yeah. those guys who have been there, done it. Yeah, and on that, he's brought up a real good point. Sometimes you, um, uh, what do you say? Um, inherit. Uh, culture in the team in the squad like that um, but then in saying that so did uh, what Mark Hammett he went for wholesale changes and then no good no. how long did he last a year or two oh, no he was there for a while and he actually how changed, did he get four years he changed the culture for the better like he's actually credited from quite a lot of the players of the one that actually started the change for the better for the culture of the Canes and he gapped when and then they won to get the championship, well, the thing in 2017. 16? 16. And he got rid of what, Ma? Yeah, Ma Powell? left, Andrew Hall left, uh, Powell. Jeez. Um So, yeah, I mean, that was pretty gutsy. And then, like, you hear, like I've mentioned before, I listened to that Waterloo podcast um, a bit, and he gets a few ex Hurricane players on there. And all of them talk about how Hammett come in and actually, you know, he made some pretty tough calls, but um, he was just all about changing the culture. And they said that some of the, like, when they made the final in 15 and the one in 16, that that was probably the start of it was when he came in. So it is pretty tough. Like, it's, like, I've been in teams where you just, losing becomes a habit sometimes and it's just real hard to get out of it. Mm. But, um, and you've got, you could say anything, coaches will be there just drilling the team. Your coaches will try shouting at the team, yelling at them, and they'll try the, you know, softly, softly approach and just nothing seems to work. And it's just that, yeah, so I, I think personally it should be driven from the players a lot more because they have to buy into it because if the coach is up there standing to them and dictating what they're doing and they don't buy into it, then pretty pointless really. But yeah, it's just around how I think coaches should manage it um, in terms of trying to steer them in the right direction, as you, you mentioned before, Fridge. But yeah, I think the majority of it should come from the players from within there as well. So. It's a tricky one though. It's, it's, there's no easy answer. It's, uh, you know, it's pretty easy sometimes looking from the outside in and casting their judgment, but it's, yeah. Oh, that's, that, really that's the whole challenge of it all, yeah. eh? That's coaching and that, that sport. Yeah. So. Trying to do the right things for the right people, for the right group. So, yeah, I just think, to, to be fair, I just think the Canes don't have personnel at the moment. Yeah, it's fair. But, yeah, it is sport. Like, sometimes things just don't gel. They don't mm. stick. That's life, you know, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we've all been part of teams that, Missing a few people. That's, that's why I, I generally reckon that the Kane should just start again. Mm. Not start again, but start investing in a Ruben Love to get more game time. That first five, get him to run the show. It might not be all like all, all hits this year, but you know he'll, he'll learn from it and it'll be better for it next year or yeah. the year after. Just yeah, give him the keys and yeah. say you have some. Yeah, fun. I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago. But Enjoy it. Mm. But 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 that lack of direction at the moment, Fridge, is, is pretty visible. I don't know what they're trying to. 
achieve out there. I mean, they're not having fun. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like everyone else's squads are just pissing. They've got depth. They've got star players on the bench. Mm. Yeah. The Blues brought off, what, three reserve yeah. all-black front rowers. Anyway, we'll move on from them. Um, <clears throat> other results, we had the National Deaf Championship that we talked about. Um, Northern bet Central 38-13 on the Friday. Um, unfortunately, Central ran out of players on the Saturday, so they played a friendly game against uh, Southern. Um, that Southern ended up winning, and then it worked out so as it, as it planned out, was that the final on Sunday was the actual final, uh, which Southern won 4-2-1-13 and won it for the ninth consecutive year. Nine? Mm. I like the Crusaders. Oh, that Southern, they were an outfit, man. I think yeah. the poor old Central boys, they were a bit more social. Yeah. Real mixed age group and love their code, but probably not to the level. That that Southern unit was like they had some big guys. Yeah. They looked like a, a rugby team. Yeah. A few of them too play pre-reserve level down in Christchurch, mm. so they're good footballers there. Um, and the Northern team was young. They were really young. They'll, they'll be good in a few years. I did think. you watch much of the games? or I saw a bit of the final day. Um, did you watch any of uh, Yeah, I went and watched the um, the game on Friday. I think mm. it was Northern versus Central. It was yeah. quite interesting, actually, because obviously um, you yell quite a bit when you're on the field mm. and you're playing stuff. But um, the way they signal and stuff, I was saying to Lart, it was probably one of the better games that the refs got to ref because no one was yelling at no, them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fight for them. Yeah, I think it pretty it, like the forward play, obviously way harder, but yeah, a lot easier than the, the poor old backs out there. Like you, you don't have a guy outside you yelling you deep, deep or, or wide, or and you, yeah, it's it's got to be tough. The back line. Mentioning ref though, that, that must be a tough job as well, just like refereeing it, because obviously you can make hand signals, but yeah. you'll be. I'm sure there was instances where they sort of tried to hold up the game for a knock on and play continued and. Things like that, or uh, if, uh, from what I, I watched, so the ref was still blowing the whistle on that. Um, but they, I think, because some of them it's, they're not fully, deep, yeah, partially, like partially. I think, yeah, have to be 50% have hearing loss or something like that. Was the, is the criteria, yeah? So mm. I think at least a few of them had heard it, so it kind of stopped the play, and that was all right. But, um, yeah, the other thing was the refs were like, I don't know about the other days, but the Friday they were all young. I thought that was quite cool, actually, that mm, the young nice. kids were putting up their hands to um, try something new. Yeah. Cool. Um, I read some of Emily's posts. That it sounded like they got a bit feisty there at some stage as well in the games, but would have been interesting to see. I'm sure they've just got the exact same passion as everyone else mm. as well. Um, saw a hacker as well. Yeah. Yeah. Something pretty cool. Yeah. Um, how about in the after aftermatch? Are they quite, you know, they rip in? Was it quite a big... Big do. Oh, they were hitting the first yeah. Ran out of Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger Shots. Yeah. Mm, Southern on. boys are going hard. No, awesome. And the central, yeah, the central boys were yeah, yeah. Were kicking off. There was one bloke, paraplum guy, kept putting his head on. Kept asking him to take it off. Kept laughing. <laughs> he was a good sort. Mm. Yeah, no, good boys, man. Nice. Um, fact, the most well-known deaf rugby player. Um, Ben Cohen for England. Yeah, yeah. Good player. So he the was full deaf? No, nah, so he was 30% deaf in both ears. And he's actually an ambassador for deaf rugby at the moment as well. So, fun fact for you there. Mm. Hmm. 
Very nice. All right, some talking points um, that I've got. So I've asked you to, uh, I've given you a team each. Um, so is I've given you the Prims, Hope Ponies, uh, myself Prim Reserve Blue, um, Heck Prim Reserve White, and Fridgy the Colts. Um, I just asked you to name just uh, leading into the first round this week. Um, if you could give us one new player to the team to look out for. Um, one sort of veteran slash sort of been here for a couple of seasons or something that is, yeah, one to look out for. Um, and the last one is someone that you think going to maybe be the big movers this year, might might perform well enough to either be promoted or someone that's going to be become a key figure that might not have been a key figure in the past. So just a mover and shaker, really. So um, I'll start with uh, you, is if you've got your uh, premier guys. Awesome. Cheers, huge. <clears throat> Uh, okay, uh, so uh, the first player, uh, one to look out for this year. Um, I mean, obviously, um, it's it's well documented that we've got a couple of um, schoolboy stars um, coming to the club. Um, and obviously, we've got three players named in the Hurricanes in the 20s uh, who will be hitting uh, Taupo this weekend for uh, three matches up there. But it's um, it's actually not going to be any of the three boys in, in, that, in, that, in that Hurricane squad. Uh, Caleb, Peter, or Riley. It's actually TJ Clark, who's um, a kid I'm really looking forward to running out in the saddle. Um, had, had an injury to the shoulder uh, a few a few weeks back, so he's out at the moment. But um, he just seems like a real student of the game. Massive left boot, and it is like you know, obviously you watch sports. Um, left-handed players are just so much more graceful. Eh? They just look. <laughs> Like I think of like Fernando Vadesco as a, as a tennis player, Mike Weir as a golfer, and then Lyra Fleming. They just look real mm. graceful, and, they, and like just watching him um, pump that ball is, um, is yeah, pretty, very very nice to to see. Very um, aesthetically pleasing to watch him. So can't wait till um yeah can't wait till he's back on the field and um, and he can um, run as as a junior for number ten in cover nine. Do you want me to go through my yeah, other two players? Um, uh, a wee bit of a veteran. Um, I mean, obviously, Khan got some um, media time a, a week or so ago, um, <laughs> but it's not going to be Khan. It's, it's, um, it's actually Zeke. It's one. Mm. Um, I know Toops won't be happy to hear this, but that's all right. But Zeke comes to us um, after a, a number of seasons with OBU. Um, great for him to come, up, to come back home. Um, yeah, just a, a really well-established premier player. And I'm, I'm just stoked that he's, um, he's come home to run, run around the settle, team up with his brother, but also, um, you know, some ex-cold boys as well. So looking forward to, to Zeke bringing that experience nice. and two-time Jubilee Cup winner, I yeah. think. Yeah, so can't wait for that. Um, and then um, I guess a player for me that um, may be a, a sort of a most improved this year, I'm actually going with Dill, Dylan Williamson, a guy who um, a couple of years ago, I think, went, the whole season without um, missing a game when he, yeah. he teamed up with Big Red. Mm. He was kind of thrown in um, maybe early because he was he was kind of uh, more of a, an impact player um, coming off the bench. We had a JR was out with injury um, and then all of a sudden Dill found himself being the effective the senior lock. Um, yeah, last year he was um, again um, sort of the, part of the engine room in the second round. This year, obviously we've got um, you know Naylor who comes to us with um, some big reps. Uh, Yona might be needed to play uh, lock. JR will be ready sort of midway through that swindle year. So Dill's got a bit of competition there, but I just think um, he's, he's someone that we're going to rely on mm. heavily and will, will be um, massive for us. And 
yeah, one of our senior players now, so hoping for big things from Big Dill. Nice. Yeah, that, that year that uh, Dill played off Big Red, they played at absolute, both of them absolute seasons, man. They were awesome. They almost played, had to play every minute of every game because yeah. we, we just didn't sort of, I, I can't remember. I mean, Colsey might have fallen at lock. Colsey, I um, think. Um, was that um, Maximus? When we had Glenningus here as well? Or was that year after? Uh, it was the year after. Yeah. He was here in 18. It was 19. It was that 19 year. Yeah. And Dill and um, yeah, Ed one. And I think Bucky and Logan, from memory, the four of them played every game. But I mm. think our interim had to play every game. You know, the attrition rate that, yeah. um, that those boys go through and they, were, they did a massive job for us. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Shout out to uh, Big Red, Edwin, Struberg. I'm um, up there in uh, Tauranga. Hope you will, mate. Lockdown. <laughs> uh, Hope, ponies. Uh, yes, yeah, so just for um, looking out for some new players in our team this year. Um, probably uh, Ari. I've got the last name, Fadi Papa. Um, I think she goes by a number of last names. Um, but so she's joined us from um, her old boys this year and usually in the backs, but she's going to be in the forwards this year. So I think she'll be, she'll go real well um, and make a huge difference and impact. Um, hopefully paying her six or eight, I guess. Um, but yeah, she's got lots of energy. She's always putting a hundred percent at training. So um, I will be good to see her. And also uh, Malia. Sorry, Malia, I can't remember your last name. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one. So um, she's um, come from St Mary's, um, and usually she is in the fours when she was at school. But she's um, going to have a jam in the backs uh, to start with, see how she goes. But um, when we had our pre-season game uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, she went real well. So I think she was a bit nervous because um, it was her first senior like game. But she did awesome, and she's out on the wing, lots of speed. Um, and this year, once she gets her confidence, she'll she'll be away. Um, so probably veterans. Um, obviously, Jax. Uh, she just makes such a big difference when she's on the field. Like you can tell. Yeah, you can tell the difference when she's when she's not on. Um, so yeah, once she's all fixed up, uh, she's got an injury at the moment. So once she's back on the field, we're good to have her back. Um, Alicia. So she came to us last year, um, and she she was in the backs last year for us, but she's actually a forward, so she'll be back in the forwards this year. So she was awesome to watch actually running um, in the back line last year. So it'd be cool to see how she goes this year. Uh, yeah, and probably uh, probably who's been improved the most. Um, we talk about her quite a bit, but probably Faye. Um, she's Faizer. Faizer, yeah, she's put in a lot of effort. Um, Faizer. <laughs> during pre-season so it will be good to see how she goes and yeah just what she did out, um, a couple of weeks ago running some good lines and um, yeah just steaming onto the ball so yeah it'd be good to see how she goes and also to see how Millie goes this year because mm. she's been a bit unlucky missing out um, in the pride team for the last few years so um, hopefully a big, big year for Millie this year as well she back playing yet or is she still uh, yeah she's not back yet Yep. She's still injured, yeah. So hope she's back in the field soon. Nice. Um, I'm gonna come to you now, Hick. With your uh, Hick's got the prim. What are they called? Prem two white now, aren't they? Yeah, Premier two. Yeah, they've been prim renamed. Two, yeah, version two. Yeah, Prem two. Um, 
Who you got? Newcomer. Mm-hmm. Had my uh, had my researchers out chatting to Brent. Apparently, uh, Te Ariki, fullback winger, he's come from league. Bit of a firecracker. He's going to be good this season. Um, the season campaigners, the uh, the combo of Louis Malo and uh, Junior Semu. Louis. I tell you what, man. If, if if Louis's knee was okay, he'd be a prem reserve caliber footy player, man. Yeah, he's, easily. He's got such good skills, just hampered by that glass knee. Um, and I want to see big things from Justice this year, and Cassiano, Cassiano, mm-hmm. two young front rowers with heaps of talent. I know they they love playing that social stuff and and they really enjoy it, but I think if they they put their minds to it, they could play. Yeah. Brent's got big reps on Justice. He, he reckons he can go all the way, really. Yeah. Um, oh, they can, they can, yeah. it's there if they want it, yeah. yeah. Good young guys, too. Mm. Really good young dudes. Uh, and the veteran, you, you can't go past uh, Patel. Mm. I'll be trying to recruit him for the uh, presidents, though. So. It's 30th season, wouldn't it? Be close. Could be up there. Yeah. Be right up there, right next to Henry Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I was chatting to Andy Leslie earlier. Some of the stories from you and Andy back in the day uh, was pretty good. <laughs> oh, glad you recorded that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, Fridge Colts? Yeah. Thanks, mate. Um, I've got three names uh, for newcomer. Mm-hmm. Um, Ollie Wrigley, not much of a newcomer. He's just been away. He has trained, uh, done a couple of pre-seasons with us uh, prior been down in Canterbury though um, definitely a, a worthy shout I think he's going to be our captain this year um, oh well that's in it ahead of Luke uh, oh. Luke just wanted to focus on his footy um, so he's given me the opportunity to, to look at other captains and Ollie's definitely looking up there Mitch Salvo he's an absolute beast uh, much like his brother but he's blazing his own, own trail um, that's what I like about him uh, he's going to get hit some minutes for us and, and might get a couple of look-ins uh, for Prems this year. Uh, but my newbie, uh, he's made quite quite the impact uh, since coming down from Auckland, uh, Kitsiana Leitzulfia, um, or Kitsi, likes to be called. Absolute beast around the park, bro. Bust the line. You don't want to get tackled by this guy uh, either. He just he engulfs uh, people. Um, in terms of... Uh, 21 vets. Uh, i go look, look Mannix. Um, only a second year. Yeah, there's not many kind of vets. Or him and Brad Pritchard. Uh, there. Dante. Yeah, he's there. He's an improver. No. He's not, nah, he's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke Mannix is going to have, have another big year for us. Uh, really going to rely on him for we we'll go forward and all that. Um, Still talks like he's a, he's a leader and a captain anyway, so um, really relying on him for big things. And then improver of the, for the year, uh, I'm looking at Jake Beaumont. Eh? Um, he's been playing with some real good footy so far. Just his involvements and work rate around the park uh, has been pretty awesome. Still got a few, through, uh, a few sorry, uh, throwing issues. Um, it goes hand in hand with our jumpers as well, so still trying to get our line out sorted but uh, from where Jake was this time last year to where he is now um, it's kind of black and white with his improvement in game and fitness yeah nice 
Oh, cheers, Fritchie. Um, yeah, my one for the Prem 2 blue team. Um, so my um, sort of newbie that's joined the club would be uh, Poitra. Um, I just think he's going to be quite crucial for that team this year. Um, big body, a um, lot of experience. Obviously played a lot of Premier Rugby for Avalon as well. So um, guys like him are going to be quite, yeah, I think crucial and, and big. And obviously he'll be hoping to also play a few games for the Premiers as well. Um, so good to see how he goes. I'm looking forward to that. Um, someone that's been around for a few few years, which I I think is going to yeah really really go well this year, and that's uh, Stashi. I uh, mentioned him from last year. He was a guy that wasn't going to play at all last year until we mm. sort of gave him the SOS call and come back in. And it was honestly the best rugby I've seen him play. Um, and this year he's just been, he's been to preseason from the get-go, been improving even while he's been injured now. He's down there doing some extras of fitness and staying involved. So, again, someone that I think, um, yeah, is that glue amongst their team. He's a bit of a veteran now amongst their group. And I think he'll be, um, yeah, go well. And then the... Uh, Big improver this year that I'm looking forward to is Regan Wawai. Again, someone else that was um, top in that team um, and he's on that sort of fringe to potentially playing Premier. So, um, yeah, I think Regs will be good. Well done. All right. Cheers, all. Um, question, what position did you first play? What position did you mostly play? And what position did you play the last time you played a game? Uh, Heck. Uh, always been a Lucy. Stints at lock. A few stints at uh, 10. Get thrown out there if, if, if no one else could fill the void. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know where I'm going to be Saturday. Could be interesting. I tried to get him to, to cover a prop a couple of years ago for Prim Reserves as well. Yeah. I'll just go ahead. He'll be quick as. So what, what, what position did you last play last time you played a serious game of rugby? Six or six, eight, I think. Yeah. Six. Yeah. yeah, eight. Eight or six. Yeah. Nice. Was that Javel? Your last game? That was probably the last game, yeah. Cheeky meat pie there? Yeah. My stalker fridge. Yeah. Well, Tan, Tan's got about 30 <laughs> photos. Yeah, Tan, Tan's good to me when I come on, yeah. My cameos look like 80-minute performances. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Fridgey, how about you? What was the first position you played? And where did you finish up? Yeah. Is it very similar? Quite a funny one with me. Uh, so my very first position in juniors here was halfback. Yeah. It was a, a little halfback there. Yep. Surprising or what? Hey. Good pass. Nah. I remember <laughs> as a kid, bro, I was useless, man. Didn't really enjoy playing either. Just here because my mates were here. Um, and the old man dragged me down here too. Uh, but uh, it was halfback and then like number eight and lock. And prop <laughs> been there ever since. Yeah. Last game was it prop? I think it might have been a semi final loss in 2016 because the I coached 2017. I didn't play at all, mm. yeah. which is quite sad. This point, yeah, was that all the questions? Yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, is uh, first position was number eight, um, here at the Patoni of the Fives many moons ago, yeah, and then, um. And then sort of by sort of 10, 11, 12, 13 was prop, and then it was me for the rest of the year. My playing career. Yep. Last played, um, sorry, prop. Very last game. Last throw my finger and almost ripped it off. <laughs> and that was that, yeah. What year was so, that? Oh, I was like uh, 90 something. Eight. 
Yeah, a long time ago. Um, yeah. uh, the first uh, position was six, I think, um, and then had one game at wing. That was fun. Um, then the seven since I've uh, been at Katoni. Um, going for 10 this year, though. So um, Let's go! See how that goes. Um, played 10 the last... Uh, couple of weekends ago it, was, it wasn't really 10 though because it was like 10s rugby so 10s and 12 so um didn't really get to feel it but um yeah so this weekend actually um back at seven we don't really have anyone uh yeah to play seven so i've had to go back there but i hope to get a few minutes at 10. who's playing 10? to know yet uh i was just i was just messaging for today um interesting <laughs> yeah. Interesting for no. to go there, but uh. No, no. So yeah, just help out a bit in the lineouts, um, in the jumping, and and just because I know where to be. So yeah. start the season there, and hopefully finish at ten. It makes seven. you an absolute absolute utility now. We'll play anywhere. Yeah, put me anywhere, up in the wing. Nice. Yeah, for me, I started as hooker. Um, so since I was five. Oh, straight up. Yeah, yeah. So so I played in my brother's team who was two years older than me and um, Dan was coaching because I was the smallest there he just goes I'll go just go play hooker and then stayed there ever since all through school I had a bit of a stint at second five for a few games um, and and first 15 rugby actually Um, Um, then obviously played hooker for majority of my time but then my last game was actually last year uh, where I played 10 minutes at tight head prop that's right, um, and yeah. it was the worst ten minutes of my life. <laughs> that was good too. Um, a few photos of that, eh? Oh, there's a few there, yeah. And it was honestly, it was I was the next day on Sunday. I feel like I played for eighty minutes. So I was that sore, and that will be my last game. Even though Marty Leslie asked me if I played this weekend for yes. <laughs> reserves, but that's not happening. Um, cool. If there, if you could play any position and just be the man at it, like what the man. Um, and excel at it, what position would you choose to play? Would you stick to, I don't know, Fridgey as a front row, which is admirable because I, I love the front row, but or would you like to play somewhere else? Uh, I always fancied 10, bro. Um, even when I was in school. Uh, funny story, um, when I was at uh, across the bridge in our Colts year, uh, the current, I think he's one of the coaches of Eastbourne now, uh, Bet or Luke's, oh, Logan, oh, Logan's yeah. dad. Logan Luke's dad. Yeah, Baz. Yeah. He was one of our Colts coaches out there. And every week I'd bug him, bro. Like I was in good nick. I was like, man, just put me on first five, bro. I got yeah, You know, just joking. Um, And then one week our first five went down. Um, so the Tuesday night at training, he's like, oh, look, Fridge, just, just prep to um play, play some minutes at 10 this week. I was like, mate, you're having a laugh, bro. There's no way I'm going in at 10. And so we went out, team run. I ran around at 10. That's sweet. And so that game we played Ori's out of Avalon. We'd been transferred. And very first play of the game, I, I come on off the bench. And it's a five-meter scrum, our ball. And first I go stand in the pocket. I was like, hang on a minute. I'm not going to kick here. So I tell her, second five, get in the pocket. You're kicking. And I just went and stood flat. And Harmy, Harmy, uh, Harmy Love. Yeah, he was our half. And he goes, Fridge, 
they're, they're pretty far back. He goes, I'll just pop it to you here and you just run, run it out. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, sweet. Ball went in the scrum. He gives me the shitter of a, of a pass that like, I have to kind of jump for. Goes through my hands and then there's seven scores. Um, so that was my very first play. But I played another three games. Played another three games at 10. Um, done quite well. Um, yeah. Like I was pretty skillful for, for a big guy. Can't That's all that. it was. Yeah. Have you uh, To be honest, 12. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to give that a nudge. Uh, a lot of my favourite players as a kid growing up played 12. Um, got like Scott, um, Warwick Taylor, way back when. Um, George Lopepe, obviously. Ma, George Lopepe? Yeah, Nick Greg. I just loved um, loved that, that the responsibility um, to just crash and just run hard. Um, so yeah, so so that was probably somewhere if I it was up to me. Yeah, fall on them. Was you know because it was on my side. Yeah. And Jenny was on my side. I would have loved to have given that. And then obviously Joey Collins, like mm. a really good mate, watching them, um, watching what those boys did in the twelfth season. My dream position is a knight to be nine. Um, yeah, I just nine all the way. Um, yeah. Hope they get a few. Returns it this year. Me and Larry <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Um, nah, but year nine, it probably the last couple of years actually I want to play nine. But um, yeah, love a good ball off the ground. So. Heck. <laughs> uh, nah, in the in the loose somewhere. All my favourite players growing up were all loose forwards: Cronfeld, and Iceman, and Zinni, and Marty. I'm pretty happy. Mm. Uh, you see, um, Zinzan didn't even get a look in on that blues. Yeah, uh, yeah that's ridiculous. Xavier Rush. Xavier Rush. Xavier Rush, bro. You're having a laugh, mate. It's like picking a Rini I.E. at first five for the Hurricanes. Was Vindiri in there? Was Vindiri in there? Yeah. yeah. Vindiri wasn't in there either. No, they had Jonah. Rupini had Jonah at 14 as well. How many teams is Jonah in? And they didn't have Doug Heller. He wasn't picked either, was he? No Rock Thoko. Rupini no wasn't Rupini. there? Yeah, no. It's ridiculous. Is I it you? It's you, eh? <laughs> they must do it for Tell a Tell us reaction. the truth. It's you. They must do it. Yeah. Because the Zinzan um, blues years were, like, they were automatic. <sighs> Xavier Rush, though. Xavier Rush. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. Sort yourselves out. I tell you what the problem is there is it's there's some bloody graphic designer who doesn't know rugby who's just doing those lists. Yeah. I didn't know at all. Because they couldn't even <laughs> find those blues photos for like Jonah in there. Yeah, it's this it's this guy. Look at him. Yeah. He's guilty. I think it's Ezra, the rugby union. Yeah. It annoys me that though that they put Jonah at fourteen. Like it annoys yeah. me oh. when they pick teams of the week and they put the props around the wrong way. Like I know people don't quite understand loose heads to tight heads, but when you're a front row of that, it, it really annoys you. Does it great you, Fridgy, when you Big see time, that? Yeah. Well, I think the other week they someone picked um, Lomax at Lucid prop, which obviously is a specialist tight So In college, the other prop used to try to grab my number. Yeah. He's like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, it does to yeah. me. I'm a three. I'm a tight head. You wear one. Yeah. What grates me at the moment, sorry, this is um, this is a pronunciation of names. Mm. Um, this is probably for another pod, but um, like, it's not Otiri, it's Otiri. Mm. I still hear Otiri. And Stephen Birrell-Pizza, um, 
Pirapita is a Samoan name, so there's no R mm. in the Samoan language, so it's Pirapita. Mm. It's not Pirapita. And even old Jeff Horses, he says, oh, super rugby, super <laughs> rugby out there, or like just there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. This is this is a completely a, a whole different. No, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah, but now there's. um. So Duplessis Kirifi, like Kirifi is a Samoan name. It's Kirifi, it's not Kirifi. Kirifi. Yeah. So the Samoan and the Maori R is a, a, a mm. pronounced differently. Um, Just chuck so us all in the same boat, you know? I know. Yeah. It's, it's good to know that because obviously being yeah, Maori I, and I, doing, I'd probably yeah. roll the R's yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's actually good. good there's to some, know that. Yeah. There's a, so Nisbo's really bad. Yeah. Who, who's good at it though? Who's Tony good? Johnson's really good. TJ. Uh, Sumo's really good. Yeah. Uh, Ken Laban is actually guilty of. <laughs> Butchering some of those names, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, and that's one thing. Like you know, I mean, Ken, he's great, but there's some names that he butchers, and even some island names. So it's that Scots College system. Oh come on, <laughs> come on, yeah. So this, yeah, this isn't this is for another pod, but um, yeah, the pronunciation of names. Um, commentators, if you're going to do the job, do it properly, because um, yeah, because some of these names, uh, you should, you should do a, a long way on us. Do a quiz maybe yeah, and give yeah, us some names yeah, and get us to. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. I didn't know about the um the Samoan R's and that. They don't roll. Yeah, that's good know. to know that actually. It's obvious same because like Duplicy Karifi, I, I would say it like that as well. But Karifi, yeah, yeah, Pirofiti. Yeah, yeah, the collegiate system. I thought Karifi. I thought that was like a South African. Duplicy is. Yeah. His dad just liked a, um, a former Springbok player. Oh, it was Mornay, Mornay Duplessis, so he decided to name his son Duplessis. Okay. Yeah, so, some of them are cringe, though, I, when you hear them. We're a little bit better here than the commentators and us. Those no, guys just don't give yeah. a fudge. No. <laughs> they don't care at all. No. And interesting that um, Chance Nickel, Nickel yeah. Klo- Klokstad, Klokstad, I think, because yeah. they just say Klokstad, yeah. and he actually... Done a video, yeah. Yeah, he actually um, basically said, "Oh, look, this is how it's put out." start so they're actually making an effort mm. to do that. But some of those, some of those Australian, you know, journos and on, on the, you know, the hosts and that, they'll they'll say start and then mm. in the next instance, they'll go back to Clockstart. So, yeah, is it, yeah, but you're right. We, we are a wee bit better on the side of the mm. Very like, good. I, I, like, I can see, like, if my old lady was watching something and it had my name in there. Should be angry. Should be angry. I'll be like Messina. You pally. <laughs> like grandparents would be like, that ain't it. <laughs> Messina. Take it too easy. Like one name that Ken absolutely butchers is Alex Fido. So it's pronounced Fido. But he started pronouncing it Fidel like 10 years ago when he was at Scots. And everyone says Fidel now. <laughs> So they'll like they'll say, oh, you know, oh look, you know, Tyrell Omics been replaced by Alex Fidel, but it's actually Fida. Yeah. I don't know where Fidel comes from, but it was Kent. He started that, and because he says it, everyone thinks it's yeah. the correct pronunciation. Ken Laban, you're on the Nice. Um, last sort of talking point before we get into the preview for this week. Um, so Club Rugby do an annual gains and losses article, mm-hmm. um, just highlighting all the premier teams. And obviously, as I say, gains that have got to the club and anyone that sort of left the club as well. Um, hopefully, you guys all had a look at that. Um, any mm. sort of interesting points out of all that? I know, Hack, you mentioned before around the Norse 
Um, they've had a massive loss. Um, again, Tony's had a massive loss as well. If you looked at both our losses this year, you'd probably be thinking they'll be struggling to get a premier team out there. But um, I think, well, we know we are going to have a... People will be looking at us, looking at our list. Yeah. All those names that are on our list, though. Because I... Don't sleep on us, baby. Yeah, don't sleep on us. And it's probably going to be exactly the same for Norse as well. Um, but yeah, any any other interesting points out of that? What's goody, Norse? <laughs> uh, Keanu. See, he was listed as a game for Wainu Amada. <sighs> Disappointing. Disappointing. It's funny that he was a game for Wainui, but then not, but not a loss for Tony. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, don't sleep on us, baby. No. 2021. Yeah. Um, one thing that was, yeah, I'll say pleasing to see is our upper hats appeared to have a few gains. Um, they had obviously know that they had a lot of leave last year and Tony were uh, beneficiaries there as well, along with other clubs as well. But looks like they've had a bit of a uh, comeback and a lot of their players are going back to the to the Rams, which is good because, um, yeah, a bit of renaissance. I see mm. Josh Hunt's left uh, North as well to go go back out there. Obviously, we know Josh Houston Tupo's um, gone out there, but um, yeah, maybe the Rams might be might be back. Yeah, it's good to see. Eh? Mm. It's good to see um, guys going going back to their original yep. original clubs. I mean, obviously, from what I took on that list, the clubs that have been decimated are definitely North and, and us to some regard. But I guess where we've been lucky is we've been able to. Um, see a combination of obviously new faces and then Colts moving up and then some school leavers that have come through that could potentially play Premier Rugby. So, um, um, but yeah, Norse and Huddle Boys really stood out as clubs that have lost um, a lot of a lot of talent. Um, and then the, the clubs that had the gains were, you know, Poneke, I think, to a lesser mm. extent, but definitely Roar is an upper hut. So, yeah, it, it's always interesting these, these kinds of lists because they reach up for gains and losses but um i guess it's really the those gains and losses are, are sort of premier capable players and you see that some of those clubs have, have obviously listed a lot of school kids that yeah. we don't know if we'll see them play premier rugby this year they, some of them might be two three years away so mm. it's really hard to tell so you get onto the field but the one thing that really stood out was that north um list that was unreal i mean i've heard about it <laughs> but to see it um in print is, is pretty frightening um but then again, like, you know, you turn over very well in the last year or two. Um, they recruited strongly, not only to for their Premier team, but also their Premier Reserve team. Um, so even though they've lost all those names, um, you know, the Colts, are, I guess, would be moving through the top of their Premier Reserve team. And a lot of Reserve players will be running out of the Premier this year. So we'll wait and see. Uh, one club that didn't list any losses. You guys know who? Norris. Yeah, Norris. What he's up to out there? Who's <laughs> Um Also, just going through these, uh, we've got I'm also Nori, always Nori. Yeah. Oh, isn't the Jable first five always? Used to be always. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's definitely gains from other clubs that have uh, listed Ori's as in, so. Avalon, also known as the Wolfpack. That Wolves. Wolves. Hello, huh? boys. Eagles. Johnsonville. Hawks. Yeah. MSP? I've never he heard anyone refer to them as the Red Machine. They call themselves that. The, the O'Leary's. And the Scarlet's. The O'Leary's. The cl oh, Clary's. The Clary's. Oh, Norths. Bulldogs. Bulldogs, yeah. 
I thought that's the league team. No, remember they used to always you'd run out. They'll run out to the ground and they'll have who <laughs> let the dogs <laughs> out. Right. Man, that was yeah. bad. I remember that at the stadium. That hey, was, that was terrible. Hey, let's not be starting anything of yeah, noise now, eh? Keep what you say there. Both of you guys, Stel Palang is a. Sorry. Uh, OBU? Billy Goats. Billy Goats. The fighting Billy Goats. Mm. This guy's making up nicknames out here. No, you're not allowed to fight these days. So you've got to take it off. Or he's a yeah, Otide and Magpies. Paraplum? Either Paraplum or the Hammerheads. Yeah. The Hammerheads, that's cool. Got the Mighty Villagers. PK? Yeah, yeah, three kids. Is that what they down is? Yeah. Uh, Tawa? Yeah, the, 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 the wolf pack. Really? There's two wolf packs out here. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. No, mate. They, they must have split in the woods. They must You're joking. Have, they must have another alpha out there. <laughs> Wolves aren't even native to New Zealand. How have we got two of them? Classic Twilight Part 3. <laughs> two wolfbacks out here. Two wolfbacks? Two leaders. Who was first? Because Avalon, the change has been pretty recent, hasn't it? It's only four or five seasons old. They put the wolf on everything. Upper heart of the Rams, and then uh, guess what the Nui are? The wolfback. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, it's got yeah, either Wanui or the Nui. And then you got the X-Men. Big year for the X-Men. Huge year in their 150th year. Yep. So, yeah, quick shout-out to both the Wolf Packs out there. Um, it's run wild. <laughs> See, uh, Wanui got a few gains from the clubs. Hey, Avalon. <laughs> Bit of an exodus from Avalon there. Um, Chris Amour, interesting one. Mm. Um, and Javel, I thought, had some big signings as well. Got the real old war, though. Yeah. In the pain. So, Kuso Tuitama's gone out to Javel. Said the Johnsonville Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> Just nah. got everyone tonight. Very Fine. good. So, always, always exciting seeing uh, all the changes there. All right, um, leading into this week's game. So, obviously, we have the Premiers versus Tower. Um, Lindenhurst at 2.45. Get a rider. It's the Premier Villages versus the Tower Wolfpack. Come on, mate. Um, is how's the preparation? I know we can't go into team listings or anything just yet, but um, how do you think the prep's gone uh, so far leading to this game? Yeah, look, um, mate, we, we've been eyeing up this game for a long time now. Um, one of the tougher assignments in terms of away games in Wellington Club Rugby. Um, so especially first up, so I guess you look at it both ways. It probably is a good thing that um, we get Tawa first up out of Lindhurst. Um, uh, yeah, we, we obviously we ventured out there a couple of years ago and um, and got the got the chocolates. Um, so hopefully we can yeah we can do the same thing this year. Um, you obviously a, a few few niggles um, on top of a couple of guys who are unavailable for um, Super Rugby under twenty commitments and also sevens commitments. So. Um, yeah, the coaches have, have got a, a wee bit of a job to um, to, to, to get a, a healthy 22 together this week. But you know, on, on you know, obviously on top of um, a few niggles and unavailability and, and a few nerves, obviously there'll be a few new boys out there. I think that's outweighed by the excitement. The boys have trained um, trained the house down in 
keen to get out there and um, yeah, get the get the result and then yeah, come home and we've got three on the trot at home, so it'll be nice to get look forward to those three on the trot here at the wreck with um with the result out of tow. Nice. Cool, thank you. Um next up we've got ponies versus North out at Jerry Collins Stadium at eleven thirty. Um Hope, how about you? How seem excited to take on the juggernaut that is North? Yeah, just I guess real excited just to go out there um, for our first hit of the season. Um, we've had a pretty long pre-season really, so um, hopefully, because I think we've, um, the women's game is like an optional game on if, if there's mm. not enough numbers, but hopefully we can get like a 15 or so game um, for most of our games this season and yeah, just go out there and have some fun. I'm really excited. Um, I feel like I've been for ages, so mm. yeah, it'd be good to get out there. I'd like to get your thoughts, Hope, on the um, all the clubs voted recently on the two divisions or uh, having a, a round robin where everyone plays everyone. What was what were your thoughts, and are you happy with the two divisions now, or would you have preferred a longer round robin, play everyone? Yeah, uh, I enjoy a round robin because then you get to change it up a bit. Because mm. I think with our um, the two divisions, you sort of we play the same team twice, and there's opportunity for relegation and promotion, and so you might play one one different team unless we get relegated. Um, I so I I enjoy the round robin, but for me, um, I just wanted to play whichever games I could like where I could get the most number of games for the season, so and where you can actually play fifth in the side because there's a bit of a difference um, in Wellington rugby between like say the top is it split top four teams mm. and say the bottom four teams um so uh, in the past when say like the more developing teams were playing the top teams um they might be struggling for numbers so they default or mm. um so you don't always get a game which is sort of it stink um but you just selfishly i, I want to get as many games as i can so i i d- actually forgot to vote and I missed out, but I would have voted probably for four six, four six mm. Mm. Cool. Um, two or prim, Premier Two Blue versus Tower at Lindhurst at one. Um, prim Reserve Wolf back. <laughs> Should be a good game. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, those Prim Reserve boys uh, played really well against OBU uh, last week. Um, Again, just what we said uh, in last week's pod, they just got the key key guys um, dotted out throughout their team. I'm quite hopeful for those boys this year. Um, hopefully they'll pick up a manager this week and um, try to get that going. But, yeah, hopefully they get the dub. Mm. The tougher of the two wolf packs, so you got to be ready yeah. for a wolf pack. Tower, they're, they're traditionally quite a good um, prim reserve team, so... Yeah, it'd be a good tester for them, no doubt. Um, Premier 2 White versus the X-Men, Wellington, X-Men Premier Reserves. Um, Premier Reserve, well, Wellington didn't have a Premier Reserve team last year, I believe. So, you know, it could be a good starter for our, our Premier Reserve White team to, you know, start the, the season off. Oh, they'll be targeting this for yeah. sure. Yeah, to be honest, bro, this is where it gets interesting because they've gone from having no Premier Reserve side, no Colt side last year, or a Colt side that dipped out, Supposedly having a Premier Reserve side in a Colts team this year, one of us is getting defaulted to this weekend. I reckon. You reckon? Do you money I, on that? And I hope it's not us. 
Oh, I hope not. I hope they got the players yeah. and, you know, get some footy going. But that was kind of, I was thinking about it earlier today. Um, while the Colts grading games have kind of fallen in favour, uh, I'd say in terms of the kind of games we want this early, it's also sits on a hinge. Like, do they have enough players? Hopefully they have enough players and all that jazz as well. So. Really hope they do. Like, we talked about up hut before how they got a few guys going back to them because they were struggling last year. Yeah. Um, like a club like the the X Men, you don't want failing. Um, they're such a traditional club. They've been around for I mean, longest than Wellington. So I'm hoping they do have the numbers and they can yeah. front with those those teams. It'll be it'll be great for them and I think great for club rugby as well. You like it, Wellington it, as a rugby fan and a, and a local club rugby fan. You want all these teams to be strong and have teams in there. Like when we played against Wanoi a few weeks ago, well, I was happy as for them that they had Colts going. They've still got heaps of work to do and get a few more numbers in there, yeah. but. It's important for a club like Wano to have that Colts team coming through. Mm. So, yeah. Very good. Uh, moving on to the Colts, Bridgie. So, Colts, yeah, got Wellington. How's, how's the team looking? Everyone pretty excited this week? Did you feel the excitement at training? Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Um, we're still a little shy on numbers, to be honest, uh, especially in the backs. But, um, now nah, the boys boys will be hissing Thursday, I reckon. Um Prep, I think, has been pretty good. Kind of covered off a lot of things. Um, still got heaps of things to kind of work on and work through. Uh, but for where we're at, in terms of a couple of grading games coming up, I think we'll be ready for it. Yeah. Um, we just have to kind of get through, through the next four, three or four weeks in terms of playing numbers and injuries, um, people coming back from injury and all that. Uh, so what's the story? How many grading games do you have? Two. Two. Season starts. Yeah, cool. Um, so that's on Petoni Rec number two at one pm. So you get to christen the Rec first this year. Um, yeah. The white, primitive white, is that on the number one? So you've been bumped. Yeah, I don't mind that though. I mean, those guys don't get to play on there too often. Hmm. I know we only get to get on there once or twice, but um, I like playing on the outer fields anyway. Do they not want to do like a surely the fields are in good enough condition to do one earlier, one later? Yeah, sort of thing? yeah. Who knows? But um, no, definitely a, a fan of playing on uh, two, three, and four. Yeah, used to it. Cool. Um, in the last game for the village, we got the Prezies up against Para Para Plum. So Huge. that's at Nazi Tour Domain at two forty-five. Um, big one. I think it's crept up on a few people. <laughs> I didn't think they thought the season yeah, was going to start this early. We all thought we had a few more weeks, even double. We thought we had a couple. It usually starts two, three weeks, four weeks into the season. So it's going to be an interesting week. Someone, yeah. someone needs to get on the blower. And uh, yeah, I mean, Benny Martin's just put a message out. Um, important message from Gordy Hutzel, um, seeing who's keen to have a run with the Cruisers this year. So made. I mean, if you're keen, um, they're asking you if you could call or text Gordy. Um, I won't give out his phone number. Yeah. Oh, the, the details are on the Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Don't, don't need to go chasing yeah. waterfalls. So, yeah, get amongst it. TLC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Just a red light special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're going, we'll be right. We'll be good. So, training tomorrow night. What time's it? Training tomorrow night, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Come down, bring your, bring 50 bucks, make a start on your subs, and get your short socks and a training top. That's pretty good, 50 bucks. And uh, yeah, Saturday. I did have uh, Tamanu Martin ask me last week if he needs to register um, or can he just pop down for games every now and again from Tauranga. So, uh, Everyone must be registered. Yeah. yeah. 
So I said, just get your registration in, and then yeah. it's, it's sorted once you're here. Yeah. First, first things first, training tomorrow, training Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Mm. But yeah, big game against the Hammerheads. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get ready for the Wolfpack. Yeah. Wolfpack 1 and Wolfpack 2. Not wrong. Uh, netballers, when do they start? So a few weeks away. Caught up with Destiny tonight. Um, yeah, I think first weekend of May uh, is the Premier's first game. She's still trying to get their men's segment of the line mm. as well. It's had, had to go way beyond Hutt Valley Netball. Mm. It's, um, it's now down to the national body. Mm. So hopefully we can get that over the line. Swindale Shield games, uh, Avalon versus Upper Hut. Predictions? I'll get one prediction from. That could be a great game, actually. Yeah. I saw some six from the, wolf, the Avalon Wolfpack, not yeah. the Tar Wolfpack, the Avalon Wolfpack. <laughs> I saw some photos from their training day. Look good. They're good numbers. Philo Paolo. Great pickup for, for the Wolves. I think it's going to be a great game. Where is yeah. it? Maidstone? Uh, no, no, it's Avalon's home game. Yeah, I'm going to Avalon 12 and under here. Ooh. Right. Half time, full time, double, I think. Upper half <laughs> might lead at, at the half. And then, uh, yeah, Avalon's come through. Yeah, no, I think we're going upper half, that one. Resurgence. Mm. Racist. <laughs> uh, Johnsonville, Paraplum. Another cracker. Is predictions on that one? He was uh, on the Javel, you were on the Javel bandwagon last year, right? Or was that me? No, I was. Right. Yeah, but I'm going Paraplum. Paraplum, get up this one. Yeah. Oh, he's no more, fa- <laughs> no more faith in him. Bro, Javel been training the house down, eh? They're yeah. all over social media. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to go Javel that one, to be fair. Uh, Paraplum, Calvin under. <laughs> um, MSP Hut Old Boys. Is that for the Father Cleary? Father yeah. Cleary. Here he is. Uh, um, Big shout out uh, to the big game though. That's, a, that's going to be a huge contest. Um, it's going to be a creepy encounter. He must be by 20. Oh, yeah. wow. I think, I think, um, I think just to sort of read between the lines, I think um, the Eagles normally jump out. So pretty, they're normally pretty strong. That's what they'll few worse in um, that I've maybe sort of heard and read. And I just think MSP is going to come out fine. Mm-hmm. I think, M- I think MSP is, but but not by 20, maybe 10, 10 12. Yeah. Um, I don't usually back up. You back oh. them every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. But i got love, no love for MSP. Mate. Get up the Eagles. Um, no, just because your mates are Father Cleary. <laughs> Mate, dodgy bloke, I heard. Trying to move on here. Most of the um, Hope. That's not a cracker, That's eh? a replay of the what a round of rugby. Jubilee Cup final last year. Mm. Straight off the bat. Jerry Collins or at Nianville? Uh This one is at Jerry Collins. I'm going to go OBU. OBU. Mm. You North, guys have been home, though. Um, yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 So who'd you go? OBU? Yeah, OBU. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go north there. Um, just from what I've seen at OBU during preseason. If they roll out a, a similar team, oh, I don't mm. know if they will, if they won't, but north's at home. Always like to defend JC Stadium. Mm. Plus, um, they've got the live feed there with uh, Team What's Goody. Mm. 
and uh, a bit of music playing uh, in between breaks. Um, going to be an interesting one. It's his uh, boy Dal Saba is um, playing first five for Norsk. Oh, switch up. So, That's right. Yeah, no doubt we have a target on his head from the view boys. Uh, I'd be interested to uh, yeah get to know him a bit more as well. So it should be an interesting one. Is he, does he work out in Poirot or? He lives out there, I believe. Yeah. 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 Petrol vouchers. Uh, Pornicare versus Wellington. The Axemen. Big year for the Axemen. Huge. Yeah. The 151st year celebrating the 150th. Yeah. yeah. Heck, prediction? I think they get beaten by 30. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, Wainu Amato versus Orient Tarongatai. Uh, Another cracker, eh? What yeah. a round of rugby. Actually, uh, I'm off fact there. 13 plus for PK. Yeah. On a serious note, PK looked good. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, no, no, I agree. I like he um, said, heaps of gains. Yeah, Pornicky, wouldn't that? Oh, they wouldn't that easy, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, great gym. Good gym. And they've just got that. Tui Tui Pornicky? What's their coverings called? Tui Tui. Yeah, Tui Tui. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, PK impressed me a few weeks ago. And um, sorry, the number 10's name? Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big loss for Huddle Boys, it is losing him back to Pornicke. So, yeah, PK by the top of the end of Evans Bay Parade. Yeah, Wainui Amada versus Orange Rongatai. Yes, Ori's going to do a job on on our um, on our local brothers' support, I think. Yeah, I think so. Ori's have gained about a million players apparently over the offseason. Zero zero losses. 500 Premier Woman players. Yeah, they're. What's going on at the Roma? <laughs> I think they're going to do a job in one of okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get your back one wing. Let's go. They've got a lot of heart out there. 12 and under. Half time, full time double will be up there. I think Ori's won close in a slugfest, I think. Yeah, it's going to be wet. It's going to be close. Close and wet. I reckon it'll either be Moist. an Ori's comfortable win or a one hour matter <laughs> slim upset. Where's the game being played? <coughs> uh, yeah, one hour matter. Oh, one hour. Yeah, Ori's by 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, yeah, if it's, if it's wet, I'm, I'm definitely going Norse out there. Norse? Yeah. You just change your games. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I guess over you. Oh, mate. Oh, I went back, back a couple of games, yeah. Mate. mate. <laughs> we, you got to look at the conditions. It's meant to be wet on uh, Saturday. You think the Bulldogs get up? Yep. Oh, I cannot wait now till next week's pod. Because <laughs> you guys are all OBI. What do you mean we're all OBI? The fighting Billy Goats. You're not allowed to fight anymore. You're just the Billy Goats. What about the fighting, <laughs> fighting Wolfpack? <laughs> all right, um... And the other game in the, I'm nervous about pronunciation now after that is Rebecca Luyana. Yeah. Trophy, um, Ori's versus MSP. Hope. Uh, I know you mentioned that MSP had recruited or? Yeah, MSP actually got, um, got some games actually if they were mm. on the list. Um, I think it'll be a pretty tight game, um, but Ori's will probably win. Hoping for MSP win, but mm. um, it's sort of like the Crusaders Chiefs a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the Chiefs, were they? The Highlanders. So yeah. hopefully MSP can uh, come up and get it. But 
Any losses for Ori's this year? Have they lost many players or gained? No, many they've players? gained another fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got two no teams sidelined. No losses. <laughs> Uh, no, not that I know. Cool. Um, so yeah. the other clubs don't have so that. Oh, I don't think we'd be starting this week. Oh, okay. Other other, cl- other clubs are playing game on, and Ori's got sixty players. <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah. So that the other um, division I think are starting next week. Okay. Cool. Just want to ring a uh, ring chasers. Don't want to play any code. Just, <laughs> just get a ring. No, uh, just just kidding. All the best out there to Oriental Wangatai. <laughs> Wolfpack. <laughs> All right. Um, Super Rugby Aotearoa. Um, Highlanders versus Chiefs. Predictions. Fridge. Landers. 13 plus. Especially if Whakadava is uh, <laughs> starting. Yeah. Every now and then. Hey, thoughts? Uh, that's Highlanders at home. Yeah, Highlanders Club. Well, they call it the zoo. They refer to it as the like zoo. Uh, <laughs> the zoo's yeah, the studio. Yeah. yeah, Highlanders. Close, though. Yeah. Hope? Yeah, I'll go Highlanders. Uh, not close. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go Chiefs. Chief Manna. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs Manna as well. Interesting. Highlanders would have celebrated a lot last weekend. Chiefs. They had to buy, didn't they? So. I'll be fresh. Your Highlanders might be losing a couple more players this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Canes versus Crusaders. Ooh. Yes. This, yeah. Canes wants 12. Oh. I'm out there. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, hope. Night, though. It's not a day game. Ooh. Club day. Kids go free. Yeah. Kids go free, and uh, the Colts will be doing the sprint, the uh, relay. Ah. Colts are, yeah. And the ponies are, I hope. Who's in the sprint team? There was an announcement at the training last night. I'm not sure anyone was keen. Cowards. Have the Colts got a team? The Colts are in there, yeah. Can you name them, or is it? Yep. Rick the Squid Evans. Oh, good choice. Mate, if he does a hemi, (laughs) (laughs) it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Brad Pritchard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ledger? Andrew Ledger. Yeah, the Ledge. Very good. Is your boy Dante doing it or? And James yeah, Dante. Winter. And Winter. No, nah, Dante wasn't, was he? Dante. Well, I didn't want those. I didn't want Dante or Sosifa doing it because. Look, if our boys are going to do it, get the fastest guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got our wingers at the moment have a half a hamstring between them. I don't want to push them. So, who, who was your pick? Um. Yeah, the Crusaders. I think the Hurricanes will put in a good fight. Um, there's a lot happening at the stadium this weekend, so mm. you get some good numbers. It might might be in your favour. Yeah, might get them up. Heck, I think in the uh, the sunny. Oh, it's raining this weekend, eh? Sunday? I'm not sure about Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think it's Chiefs thirty plus. Oh, sorry, Crusaders. <laughs> and I think they do the classic score, 15, 20 points late and mm. blow it out. I, yeah, I Bridge. absolutely disagree. I think this game's going to be over by halftime. Mm. Uh, off the back of a loss, man. Yeah, that's what I'm worried Crusaders about. Crusaders are going to come back so hard. Yeah. Like, so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. Hmm? <laughs> 
lost to last week. So hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, Crusaders hard by at least twenty-five. Yeah, I'm I'm black and yellow. You know, but um, just not feeling it this year. I'm backing our boys, Highlanders. Uh, Highlanders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bandwagons. <laughs> yeah, uh, Absolute bandwagon. He's Highlanders off the bandwagon. And, and the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, also on this weekend is the Takafiti 227s. Um, so that's played at Tai Tai Park from April 9 and 10. Um, that consists of, in the men's, is these two All Black 7s teams, a Tongan Invitational um, featuring new villager Naila Masima as well, um, and a Samoa, a Samoa Invitational team who is coached by Sam Rash, former villager Sam Rash. Um, and then in the women's grade is there's two Blackfern 7s team, a Blackfern 15s um, team, and a Moana Pacifica team as well. So, yeah, so Hatato Park, April 9th and 10th, um, and there's also a festival game being played before and after the Hurricanes game, isn't there, on a Sunday, so... That involves the Black Fern Sevens and the All Black Sevens. So have a gander of that. Um, all right. And, uh, yeah, just a shout-out as well. There's um, the Super Rugby Under-20 tournament that commences this Sunday. Um, so that's first game. I don't know if you know the draw. Yes? Nah. But there's game day Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. Um, and featuring, as we mentioned before, Caleb Sinclair... Riley Higgins and Peter Luckey from uh, from the village. So, good luck and congratulations to those guys. Yes, it is yeah, all televised. Um, so it's been held on Topol, which would be great for them. So, congratulations, guys, and all the best. Uh, that's us. Is that on Sky? Oh, sorry, it is on Sky. Yes. Uh, is that replacing the uh, Jack Hobbs? Jack Hobbs. Jack Hobbs or Jack was it? his brother. <laughs> <laughs> or is that still that comp still going? <coughs> uh, no, it's not replacing it. Uh, the Jockhobs under nineteen tournament will still happen, will just happen in the in the, re- the centres in the region, so they won't come into Topol. Yeah. Cool. And this tournament, sorry, just a bit more. The under twenty tournament in Topol next week is to um, uh, the plan is for the New Zealand twenty seven program in July. So the twenty six by six, what's that, one hundred and forty players? Ascending on top of next week will be vying for selection in the twenty. Is um July? July, yeah. We'll still be in season, eh? We'll still be in season. That's tough, eh? That is tough. Eh? So we lose Lions and then twenties. I have to start recruiting from the Wolfpacks. All right, that's us. A um, few things to wrap up. So, a reminder again, President's training tomorrow night, 6 o'clock at North Park. Um, we've got the pie fundraiser still going, I believe, till end of this month. You can get your pie orders in. Dad's pies. Dad's pies. Get them in. I still, heard in the pod the other week there, there's going to be samples. Yeah, still, still waiting for those. Samples. Yeah, that's next week's. Yeah. Yep. Steak and cheese. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, anything else coming up, team? Missing out that you can think of? I'll be open uh, Saturday after everyone's games. Yep. Bar's open. Yeah, everyone get down. Hexburg is not a thing this year or? Yeah, it's busy? a thing. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how we go. If the club gets busy, yeah, I'll fire up the grill. 
Grey Burgers, eh? Oh, the best. So we got coming up Dad's Pies and then Hex Burgers for the pod. Yeah, and and shout up. out to Hell's Pizza. Ball up and fried, fried bread. Yeah, ball up, fried bread. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 the clean-up uh, schedule was out clean for, the, uh, for the team. So Prem's, keep an eye on that. Prem's so on first, know. other. Uh, house committee's first. Oh. Taking the lead. Yeah, get, cool. a rug, get the rug doctor in there. Do some window cleaning. and then, uh, It's a real power move, eh? Yeah, that's, then, I like uh, that. It's good leap, leap on front. Yeah, but a stitch up at least by time. example. And then the Prem's a week after that. And then we, we roll through all the teams, yeah. Um, just you some could other... say that, or you could say that they're timed for an away game, so it's not as busy. Mm. Potentially, yeah. We wanted yeah. Prem's home for Paniki and then uh, <coughs> Prem reserves for old times. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually unavailable uh, Sunday. Got a Ambrose. Um, and just some other key dates. Huge. Yeah. Um, obviously, the season opener this weekend, but then next weekend the uh, the FJ Tillyard Shield against Paniki at home. On the seventeenth, um, and then it's old timers on the twenty fourth. Mm. So make sure you got that Saturday, Saturday night free. It's going to be a big one. Kicks off with the ponies eleven thirty a.m. against MSP on the number one. On number one. Oh, yeah. And then we take on the uh, the Axemen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's some dates just to lock in. Nice. Make sure you get your mission slip signed. Be a big night. Be huge. Huge night. What date huge. was that? The 24th of April, Old Timers Day. Last Pony's week. first game at home on the big, number big, one. Big weekend too. It's long weekend, isn't it? It is. Anzac Day. Anzac, yeah. yeah. Oh, Monday eyes. Sunday. Double hitter. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Prem Reserve clean up. They could. Yeah. Double hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any other final words? Heck, before we pass the ball. No, that's me. Thanks for having me, Huge. Cheers, mate. Final words? Uh, good, good luck uh, to all our teams uh, going out there this weekend. Uh, fully behind you. Don't sleep on us, baby. Don't sleep on us. <laughs> or jab you. <laughs> uh, hope. Final words. No, you're saying just good luck to all the teams. It's um, I've been quite cool actually this preseason. Um, Mingling with everyone, so it'd be good to see how they go this season. Um, and you pay your subs if you haven't paid your subs. Mm. Good nice. words. Yes? Uh, yeah, look, um, <laughs> you know, looking forward to this weekend. Been hanging out for, for a long time for uh, round one, so yep, it doesn't get any tougher getting up to tower, but obviously it just makes it more exciting to get up there and take a take on a pretty, um, pretty strong outfit. Mm. Give the chocolate. So um yeah, hopefully um we can get out there and um and follow up from reserve one on the same view and work with sort of teams as well. So um, yeah, if you're anywhere near Glenhurst uh, or the Patoni Rec. Yeah. Uh, or Nazi Tour Domain. Jerry Collins Stadium. Yeah, and then um, get out there and get behind our teams, go to the village. Awesome. Yep. Um, it's different, eh? Training tonight, eh? You can feel that it's that excitement, that first week of uh, competition. So I'm pretty excited, raring to go. Um, thank you all. Thank once again to our sponsors, Hell's Pizza and Pack and Save Patoni, um, for your kind sponsorship. Always remember to shop at Pack and Save. Um, and thank you to our panelists and to our listeners. Uh, that's us. Over and out.
Uh, quick, quick catch up with um, All Black, uh, Wellington and Batoni, great, mediocre golfer, uh, Andy Leslie. Uh, Andy, I suppose you've you've been heavily involved with rugby as an amateur and in the professional era. Yep. What are the what are the I suppose this is a tricky question. What are the what are the the big differences? Oh, and do you think professionalism has been? Oh, I mean, it was it was always coming. Yeah, do professionalism you, was inevitable. Is it good for the game though? Uh, well, it's good for the players who are playing it, mm. and it's a pathway for guys to to go on to it. But I, I believe we almost need another uh, you know, body to run. I think New Zealand needs an, an amateur body to run amateur rugby. Mm. And you know, um, like we want to see, you know, we want to see more guys from our club. Like when when we went professional, when the Hurricanes were first formed, I think we had eight players from our club side in the Hurricanes, six or eight. Yeah. You know, there was. Tano, Jason, Alex Talia, Martin, uh, Simon, was Simon Maddox about then? Simon would have been, you know, we had... Tim on the bench. We had, we had all these players, and I think we played, we didn't qualify for the Jubilee Cup that year. We played, you know, when all these players come back, they're winning games like 100 or so <laughs> points. But they were just, you know, they were stunning players. But yeah. it's, you know... It, what I'd love to see is someone coming out of our club side and getting into the Hurricanes and becoming an All Black again. You know, I can remember Tana when, you know, he's my captain. We had the over the workmen's club on Sunday. He yeah. couldn't move, yeah. you know. He was Petoni's mm. captain and uh, of the All Blacks. And, you know, hell, it was great. Mm. And uh, that, that's that's what I think we missed. But if, if, we, if we take control of the game, then... You know, I go as far as say, let's change the rules of the game. Let's get it back to no interchange at club level. You know, having uh, let them have all the players in the world at uh, professional level, let them mm. have 23 or 33 or whatever they want. But at club level, we haven't got two props to have as a reserve. Mm. You know, we haven't got the amount of props. You know, we, you know, our B team struggles for props. So, can they play on Saturday or, you know, uh, and I, I think we're better to have a game of, you know, 15 aside rather than 23 aside at club level so the guys will change shape and they get fit, you know, they get fit to play 80 minutes. Some guys out here can only play 10 because that's all they get. They get 10 minutes. As, and I, I think uh, Wayne Smith had a bloody good article about Brody Vitalik. He's in, in uh, Japan yeah. now. He's had to lose about 10Ks to be able to keep up with the game and the way it's mm, played in Japan. It's a quick game, that top yeah. league, yeah. But if he comes back here, he's going to have to wait that 10Ks back yeah. on again to become a, you know, an impact, if yeah. you know. Yeah, we talked about that last week, actually. Um, do you find rugby's coming a bit one-dimensional? Yeah, uh, and, oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm anti-pods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got to have, you've got to have, Pods for, for different things, but any any player playing in front of the ball is out of the game, and you see it so often now. You see the ball pass behind three players. Well, they're out of the game for the next five minutes until yeah. they can get back round into it. And you know, it used to be a rule that's well gone now, obviously. But when we played, if you threw a pass behind a player, 
you weren't allowed to do that. You know, that was called shepherding or, you know, yeah, players yeah. run behind people and all that sort of stuff. But it's so one-dimensional. And players don't know how to play what's in front of them. And I think the more you can encourage players uh, to get the ball out to the wing and get the ball out the wing and play it wide and play it quickly, uh, just having four rucks left, right, left, right, and, it, and it's boring. Yeah. Yeah, physical contest, but yeah, not yeah. not not great. Yeah, you know, like it's it's uh, it's confrontational. It's, it's don't run to the gap, run to the contact. Mm. And I think you know, like uh, I'd like to see that be taken, particularly you know, as I say, the, the Highlanders do it. The Highlanders do it magnificently uh, with Tony Brown and that. They they still do pods and all mm. that, but only sometimes when they're closing a game down or they're uh, playing a, a defensive pattern. Yeah. Other times, though, they haven't got anyone in front of the ball. Everyone's behind the ball to set up the next ruck just so they can set their backs away again. Yeah. And that's that's how I think club rugby should be played. Mm. Yeah, that top league in Japan is fast. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the franchises in New Zealand are probably guilty of trying to play the same as the Crusaders and just oh, not doing it as well. Yeah, no, Crusaders, you know, geez, George, you've got, you've got 30 of the best bloody rugby players in the world yeah. in the franchise, you know. And we've got them, we've got others sprinkled around, but, you know, at the moment, I think you could go out to most club teams and most provinces and they're all playing exactly the yeah. same game of rugby. Exactly the same. Yeah. If someone changes it, they'll be successful. Mm. If someone can break the mould and say, look, we're not going to do that this year. And I know, I know coaches that are, are encouraging it not to happen. But sadly, the, the players have been so brainwashed and we've got these uh, coaches, coaching coordinators or whatever you call them now, all coaching the same way. Whereas when heck, I grew up, Tony played a different brand of rugby to everybody else because the reason we played it differently is because we got fit. Mm. And we, we, we played on fit. As soon as teams started to get fit or run, more importantly, if they run the ball back at us, we were in trouble. Because we were used to teams kicking the ball back at us, and if we got the ball kicked back at us, we'd create havoc. We'd run it all over the place, mm. and it's something we learned off the off the lines. When we come off the lines, we got hammered forty-seven nine, I think, by Wellington. I can remember tackling, you know, John Dawes in one corner and Barry John the scoring in the other corner. You know, they moved the ball so well, and we come back and we sat down after that game. We said, I know this is how we're going to play rugby." And, John Dugan and that said, you know, this is how we're going to play it. We played an expansive game. Mm. And boy, it's a good game to play. Mm. And I think that's what people miss now. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, we'd love to see a more expansive brand of football. Everyone's kind of entrenched in their systems yeah. these days and yeah. it has yeah. become... You know, and I, you know, I, I, I blame a lot. You know, the coaches are on the bandwagon. They're, they're, they're on a the system. They're in a the system... And they have to perform. Mm. But, you know, the Crusaders coach don't do it. Tony Brown don't do it. You know, yeah. they, uh, you know they, they are their own people. And that's why, that's why they, they do well, I think. Yeah. And are the Hurricanes at the moment in a bit of a rut? Yeah. What do you reckon? You know, look, they're a good side. You know, we, we, we talk about the Hurricanes or this, you know, uh, what we, we've got to have all honesty and all that. It's... It's a matter of, you know, 
being able to foot it with the opposition, like the tight, tight fights still win mm. games, hey. Yeah. And we, you know, I think we've we've str struggled. Wellington struggled. Uh, any team that struggles with a tight five is, uh, you know, is going to struggle with a game of rugby. And if, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I thought uh, when we played, who did who did the Canes play the other week when we won the Hurricanes? Beat the Highlanders, yeah. Highlanders, Highlanders, yeah. And you know, our tight five mm. controlled the game. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it, it makes a difference when you can control that nut. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. Thanks heaps for joining us, Andy. What do you, What do you got planned for the rest of the week? Bit of golf. Oh, no, actually, yeah, interesting. We've got a bit of a chat tomorrow, actually, about all these things that are happening oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and exactly what we've been talking about now with uh, Doug Catley and his team, Kirky, and that. So, I'm looking forward to that to see what happens with that. Um, we've got a bit of rugby foundation stuff on, which I'm, uh, you know, very passionate about. And uh, the players that aren't so fortunate getting injuries, and got a wee bit of that on this week. Hopefully, a game of golf, but the way I played the other day, <laughs> you called me average, I'll tell you what, I ain't bloody average. <laughs> I, I was a shocker the other day. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you just got to have one good shot out of 100, and you're right, you're back again next week. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, thanks heaps for, for, for joining. Andy, I always appreciate you giving me your time and advice. And, uh, Heck, I yeah, love thanks. it. Appreciate it. Yeah, the, the work you guys are doing and that. I just, uh, thanks for keeping the flag flying and giving kids the opportunity to play, you know, what I think is the best game anyhow. Mm. Cheers, Andy. Thank you. Uh, thanks, but thanks for listening. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.